This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. All right, kids, what's up? Spoken Tower Podcast. We here. It's all good. Sunset Podcast. Beautiful skies. Mm-hmm. This evening in Los Angeles, Jonathan Ward is in the house. We could do it like a jazz show. Howdy, Bring folks. It down. Bring it down. Everyone whisper. Uh, it's good to see you, man. Good to have you back. It's you been too, a while. Yeah. I don't even think I've seen you in a year. I don't think it's been nope. since since Go Campaign Casino Night last year. I since think I saw so. You. Last time I was here, I was pimping the same event, which is fine. Yeah. I don't because because you don't have we don't have we're gonna pimp it. Absolutely, Sweet. it's an amazing event. But you got, I mean, obviously projects. Hell yeah. Uh, I want to talk watches. Hell yeah. Because your watch game is so sick. And I want to <laughs> talk about leather. He's got his leather tools out. He, I I uh, lost a little bit of weight, and I had a guy cut six inches out of my favorite belt and yesterday i was like oh john you're fucking with leather can you make a keychain out of this six inch bit of belt i cut out and here he is with his tools making uh making a bit of keychain for me so it's good to have you back my friend grazie grazie thank you so we got to go into the watch game because i'm obsessed with watches now i a boy which it's is a deep pond oh isn't my it? god is it a yeah. deep pond but here's the thing because you have you are like you are a man of taste Thank I you. mean, your watch. And I'm a cheap is, ass. Well, see, so, like, that's this what's is crazy. Groovy, but it's like a sixty dollar watch. That's amazing because you said that's from 1910. Yep. And is it automatic movement? Manual wind. They Manual wind. Yet. Okay, so what do you wait, wind it every day? Yeah. Really? It ticks wake like a up. Bomb. You wake up. I can hear it from yeah. here actually. <laughs> but can I see it? Do you mind? Yeah, sure. So, um, I I didn't really get watches for a while, and now I'm deep into the watch obsession. This is in remarkable. What what kind of watch is this? A Tavanis. That's gone. so cool. Yeah, Amazingly uh, good shape. And you made this case. band, right? Yeah, I made the band this weekend. So, I mean, not to give up, like, you don't have to give up your individual sources of where you find this nah, these cool shit, but, like, where do you find a watch from 1910 that's dope and is in that kind of shape? Well, often, not very creatively, but on eBay. Yeah. But also, <laughs> Chrono 24 is kick-ass. Is that a that vi- yet? Vi- no, I haven't. Oh, is that trouble, a deep, trouble, dark trouble. rabbit hole? Yeah. And then... Um, and you may recall I'm a major travel geek. Yeah. So now it's actually even deeper because, like, no matter where I am, like I was in Germany a couple of weeks ago, and I'm, like, asking the concierge, how do you uh, – how can I Google leather suppliers? <laughs> yeah. How do I Google tanneries? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, what? <laughs> but, um, yeah, when I'm traveling. So I'm looking for unique watches like antique and shops in other countries? Is that kind of – Antique the... shops and leather tools and – tanneries and that's like it's because that's when traveling becomes like more than just traveling like if you have a goal you know you can really end up in some weird corners of the world even just in san francisco i was up in san fran a couple weeks ago on a project and i had like a day to kill and i'm actually up there because my son was looking at colleges and he decided that college sucks, and he wants to go to Otis down here. Oh, so right here. Like, How oh, convenient. A tannery. Okay. Oh, yeah, right here. So I went, and like, you know how sometimes the most fun people are totally on the spectrum? Yes. This was that dude. Oh. So there would have been plenty of anacrims that would have been assigned to this man if he was of today's <laughs> youth generation. Yeah. But instead, no. 
He just opened his own leather supply place. And that's it. Absolutely and you just hysterical. walk into these places? Oh, kind of. But you had to ring the bell. And I read, apparently I rang the bell too timidly because I don't want to be an ass because I could make eye t- contact with a guy. Yeah, yeah. And he walks over like total rain man. Rain man and he's like, um, um, you, 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 if, you, if you ring the bell properly and, and with some necessary force, um, I'll be here within 60 seconds. When, when you ring it timidly, I, I might not come. But, but, wow. uh, but uh, set, the, set the building on fire. But, but he had the coolest shit. He, I mean, he had hardware, like old stock to shovel disorganized from like the love 50s shops. and 60s like, Was it, it like a disaster in there? Total disaster. Nothing organized? It was all dead cows. And then above the dead cows was more sailboards and windsurf gear than I've ever seen in one huh. place. So okay. Apparently that was his thing that was when, his he, hobby, when he was yeah. young enough to paddle, which I doubt is current. But And then just rolls of yeah, just leather. Ridiculous. Were you, and you're it's talking been there about, since like 1890. Is this stuff you use for the interiors of your cars or are you talking about just for your little hand goods? Well, that's more for the hand goods, but because for the automotive, I pretty much got it all hooked up. Yeah. So like I'm direct with Horween in Chicago and I've got all these different suppliers. But that's not to say I'm not above cutting the samples that yeah, you came are in everywhere with, in my you office. You came in here with a messenger bag, bag that's like got a derelict interior yeah, alligator cover over, on Yeah, leftover alligator. That's, see, that's real convenient for you if you're because you like making stuff and you got a lot of extra scraps of things laying yeah, about. Totally. It's not, it doesn't take much to make a watch band exactly. if you're doing a whole interior in a and car. And we have a 58 Rolls Cloud derelict we're building. But it what motor? The, uh, LS7. Oh, what else cool. are you going to put in a Rolls? I, don't, I mean... Uh, a newer Rolls motor, a six and three. If you can find a six and three quarter that works properly, maybe, well, you can but... find it where it used to work properly. But try and make it work yeah. properly in its non-native environment. With I, all know that guy. <laughs> I know a guy. Yeah. You can put some fucking who can make a real wonky one for you. You know this this kid Corbin that we know is a friend who did did, he did that zero fucks given car I filmed. This like ratty RX seven. He's a he's a he's a he's out there. He's a character, and he likes building weird shit. And he's got a '78 Rolls that he put big turbos on. It's kind of a drift <laughs> car, but it, with the six and three quarter car oh, really? fed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manual wastegate, like the whole fucking thing. It's got it's got Jeez. coolant hoses that run on the outside of the yeah, car the, along the, the, the roof sill. The, uh, tank the exact the opposite back. of everything yeah. you do. <laughs> I might have issue with the coolant system, but no, because a lot of these modern can cars are just a massive pain in the ass yeah, to I get bet. past all the electronics. It's a whole new struggle for us. Yeah, like and there's so many computers spaced around the car. It's like your fuel injection computer might be in your window switch or something well, like it's that. It's like the 600 Benz. Where are they now? Yeah, right. where do they go? They sit. You know I really, although I really like that those? one they got in the Peterson. Yeah. The one, the uh, Saddam's. Yeah, yeah. They got Saddam's 600 grocer that's got the running boards on it for the guards with the rails. They said they found some weird shit in the trunk of that thing, too. Other than blow and God knows what. <sighs> but... Those dead Iraqi hookers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of love grocers. You know, I bought a Benz. I bought a SL500, a 2001. Boxy. Yeah, it's yeah. Lovely. Great till it breaks. No, actually, uh, great. You know, the apparently the interior trim is impossible to replace and doesn't exist anywhere in the world. But mechanically, no, no problem at all. Tank, Good. tank. I've F- got three a valve fucking motor, five speed auto. I got a '93 Bentley Molnar turbo. I coupe. know. I'm so I jealous love that of car. your. And it's gone. They've gone 
up and up and up and up. They and have? Up. Yeah. Oh, cool. I don't know anyone cares. Not, wait. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're the Continental yeah. Coupe, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's it. like I a cream like color. 22 grand for Yeah, no, they're up now. Do you know Sweet. what a, you know what a Continental T is going for right now? Mm-hmm. They're they're tri- back in the six figures. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet. Well, that yeah. was like my my your version daily of a Toyota while, Camry. Right? I'm just going to flog it because it's worthless and yeah. I love it. Well, that's what I, my Benz is like that too. I got it fucking, I was like, this shouldn't be this cheap. So it's just great. It's perfect for cruising around LA. Who was it? I think it was, was it Aaron? One of the car and driver guys did like the sort of a blog of why is this car so cheap with like an early V12 Benz sedan? Oh, well, there was, so funny. there was uh Edmonds bought a, a C, a 05, like a CL 65. Oh, yeah. And for, 18 grand or 20 grand and i think they spent like seven grand in the first month maintaining <laughs> yeah, it. Right. Like really brutal yeah. Yeah. um okay back to the watches so you i you not all of your watches are 60 bucks you got some dope shit too no i got some yeah i got total variety but to me like i don't even i've actually i should not lie i've started learning the reference numbers because friends that are uber uber geeks yeah i'm like oh that's a 6750 you know so i've started to try and retain that although i have brain damage but to I me it's all about the, the design and the style so like a funky color as long as it's not quartz i don't yeah. really care who made it the i just take the different styles i'm 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 in the early phases of the watch collection, so I'm in Rolex. That's mm-hmm. where I'm at right now, and that's kind of where I'm comfortable. Yeah, that's like the dime bag of gateway I know, drugs no, for I the know. watch world. I, yeah, I'm, getting, I'm getting into cars. I like these Ferraris. Have you seen well, the Ferraris? They, you know what? It's like they have guaranteed resale. Not that I ever plan on selling, but that which is a weird thing, you know. But that, but they do have guaranteed resale. There is a market that exists, and like I bought my first vintage one. Like an old Pepsi GMT killer that I love, and it's got the the crazed the crazed dial. Mm. Remember the error? I love an error watch, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, so totally. it's got the error crazed dial, which looks dope. But I'm really scared about like I'm a a sloppy fucking mess. Like I hit my hands into things, and like yeah, I'm like a if fucking it's, gorilla. If it's already got the pe- it doesn't. Dial. I bought no, I bought the perfect one. It's got oh, a no, perfect you buy one fade with no scratches. Your it's like, I know it's like my derelict cars. Yeah, if it's already got patina dial and everything's funky and sun faded, this is the problem. I think it. it was. I think I bought one that was too minty, and I'm I'm scared of it now. Well, wait a minute though. That doesn't apply to how you drive. No, I'm not scared of cars like that. No, the watch. Right, is but like, you flog your cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you get damaged, you deal with it. Yeah, you do the same thing with watches. About, I don't know. But you, you are, you are careful ish with cars too. I'm more careful with cars than my reputation would lead you to believe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Me too. Especially with my own cars. I, I actually, I take really good care of my own cars. It's funny, like when my project managers and it's my turn to test drive mm-hmm. the car, they're always like sphincter in, shoulders up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, but you guys are pussies. You just like. 3,000 RPM shifts and you follow the rules. Like, our client's not going to do that. Like, this is shakedown time. Yeah, well, you're, you're supposed to be breaking bump. it. Yeah. yeah. Hit the speed bump, slide the turn, I redline think, it. I think the people who built my cars probably drove them harder than I do, honestly. I talked to the guys at BBI who did the fine-tuning of my suspension, and he's like, yeah, I fucking romped the shit out of that thing. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> but they want, you know, especially for suspension setup, they want to know what's going to do yeah, yeah. when you're doing whatever. Well, and, it's, and it's good now. That's why That's why it feels as good as it does mm-hmm. now. Yep. But, uh, I think I'm a bit of a pussy with my own cars, actually. I, I just am. It's owner-driver syndrome, I guess. With other people's cars, I don't, I don't feel that way although I yeah like oem loaner different oh, press story, cars though. yeah forget it <laughs> press cars have a very short shelf press life no like, matter what aren't you beating me daddy so where <laughs> like i think i got the focus rs 
press car right after you did? I never got a press car. Oh, you did? I never had one. No, that's no. a fun car. Yeah, I bought yeah. one. Oh, you did? Well, yeah, oh. they found out I placed an order, and they're like, well, we don't have to loan him one now. Great. <laughs> and they never got no one. I never got a press car. Um, but my question about the watches, before we get off the watches, is where do I turn off? From Rolex, like, like I know you got to find something that just kind of like speaks to you, or that looks cool, or something. But like, I can't find any other brands really that to like get. I'm kind of itching with this Frank Mueller stuff. I like the Dolly kind of Alice in Wonderland weirdo look, but they're really expensive, and I don't, I don't know where to go next with the watch thing. Well, vintage is safe, like investment wise yeah. and serviceability wise, like. The Blanc Pawn 50 Fathoms. Boy, that's the shizzle. Is that baller? That's <laughs> the shit. Five figures? Four figures. Five figures uh, for a good one. Five but is high. But, dude, okay. better than money in the bank. Unless you slam it into something, I guess. Like that's what said. I'm worried about. So like, <laughs> they were the first dive watch. What's it called? Blanc Pawn? I'm going to look up right now. 50 Fathoms. Okay. They're super, super, super groovy. Early Jaegers. JLCs. 50 Fathoms. Kick-ass. Ooh, yeah, right. So okay, I mean, I've yeah, no, I'm I I like this. The, it looks cool still, about it. It's under the radar. So yeah, like, I like stealth. Like yeah, people, a watch like, geek would be like, dude, I know. Everyone else like it could be uh, whatever. Like so no one's gonna like, mug you for the, it. Yeah, exactly. The funniest thing about these watches is like you're impressing Ooh. like three people. That's right. You wear you can wear a hundred thousand you know, dollar watch around all. I don't. It's not for them. It's for me anyway. Of course, but like like for instance, like I'm working. I I work a little bit with this Rolex retailer, right? And I I, I plug them and whatever, and he gives me loaner watches, right? So I got this incredible ghost bezel submariner with the red line like the 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 game over submariner like a twenty five thousand dollars and the difference between that submariner and a four thousand dollars submariner right, is a red line is a red and, line yeah. and a color and nobody gives a fuck but if you scratch it it's ten times worse yeah <laughs> but you know on the vintage rolex world it's it's kind of like the uh it's like 911s it's rare early cobras there's yeah. more of them on the street today than were made originally <laughs> which is concerning yeah and then there's so many that are franken watches where guys parts Mix and match and together. Yeah, yeah. So more than any other vintage watches, say Rolex, you better be dealing with someone you trust. I, my I friend, was, my dude, it's just you're, I was wearing this crazy watch that impressed two people. Have you and found made me crafted scared and day. tailored yet? No. So Cameron, he's a car geek and LA guy, like the geek of geeks of vintage Rolexes. Like you know Jamie at, at GM. Yes. Jamie finally is like you, just starting. Hey Jonathan, where should I go for what? So boom, twenty four hours later. Cameron's uh, FedExing him a kick-ass early GMT. They're, but, yeah, they're you cool, got to deal with someone. I'm that's about not this, an eBay this watch. Fifty Fathoms thing is hot though. I'm I'm feeling that. It's a dope looking watch. How old? How old are these? Fifties. Okay. Do they work good? Yeah, they're tanks and the movements are like bulletproof. Easy oh, okay. Fix. I'm gonna have to. Dirty check dozen one. watches from World War II. They're known as the Dirty Dozen. So it's a dozen watches that were Swiss made and made for different enlisted men in different countries and cultures. And like, if you have all twelve, it's the shizzle. Oh, I have four, four of on the, the hunt. What are? Can you name all twelve? Yeah, like, no, I'm not that. I'm not that good. <laughs> what are the four that you have? Uh, the IWC, the um, oh, shart, uh, the the German. I'd have to cheat and look at pictures. I told you I had brain damage. I don't know. Were they were they all made for Axis? 
Soldiers or allied or both or both. I'm just curious. That's what's okay. kind of nifty about it. Okay. Well, the so, the one I the one I keep hearing about is like the the early GMTs you could buy at like the army. Uh, what do they call it? Like. The, yeah, the, the commissary. Depot, the you commissary, buy it at the commissary yeah, yeah. for like a hundred bucks. Did yeah. you see that clip from like Antiques Roadshow yeah. or some shit where the dude got? Oh yes, yeah, insane. The dude bought this, this, this little receipt. And everything yeah, he bought still. his GMT everything. for a hundred bucks because his, his superior officer said, "Before you go back to America, pick one of these up." And it was like the hundredth GMT ever made. He brought this and he had all the papers. He brought it on antiques roadshow whatever it was it was worth eighty thousand dollars and he like lost his fucking mind. All right, one was, that one up that. Um, my wife's uncle, we go over there like once a year and like, hi, how you been? Everyone sits around. We get really bored. This time I was bored and the uncle was bored and the girls were gobbling away and having a good time. So he's like, you know, didn't uh, I think uh, I think Aunt so-and-so said, weren't you? A, you're like a watch guy, right? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm into watches. Said, how about you? And he goes, no. I'm like, OK, well, that was a great conversation. <laughs> yeah. so, so then he goes, well, you know. When I graduated, when I got my Ph.D. at NYU, my dad was so excited because I was the first member of the family to go to college, not to mention to get a Ph.D. So my dad was so excited, he took me to Tiffany's. And he walked in and he said, son, any watch you want. And he's like, well, I didn't want to tell his dad that he doesn't really give a damn and doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't care. So he doesn't want to offend dad. So he looks down. There's a cabinet right next to him of all Rolexes. And he's like, um, that one. And I'm like, okay, and you still have it? He goes, yeah, I never wore it. What what can, never? I, can I never? Tell me he's got a Tiffany Submariner and brand new in box or some shit. Am I blowing Beyond up your story? That. No, you're not even close to <laughs> any fucking kidding me <laughs> <All> story. <right. laughs> so he's like, yeah, I got it in the safe. He goes and gets it and brings it out. And it's still in the old Tiffany bag. The receipt's still in it. Then there's the Rolex box, the outer box, the inner box, and I rip it open, and it's a fucking Paul Newman. First, Fuck off. First, first <laughs> issue, Paul Newman. And oh I'm like, my pick God. my jaw off the ground. I'm like, um, does he know what it is? Do you have any idea what this is worth? He goes, uh, it's an old Rolex, right? I'm like, um, do you have it insured? Because, well, I guess under my homeowners. I'm like, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> like, you have no Forget clue. your house, homie. <laughs> so he almost had a coronary, but he, I said, you know, I am not a Rolex dude, but I think this is conservatively worth 300000 <laughs> It is, no, like an average Paul Newman. Like, yeah, I, when I went down to meet day. Paul, an average Paul Newman without a box is two hundred grand. An average one, and he's just been sitting on it, sitting on for it since forty you, years. Since that is the craziest. Did he about fucking lose his mind? He did, but then I wanted to kill him. Because <laughs> is that all he had, or did next, he have something that else? That was it. Next time we go to visit, <laughs> and I told him when I left that time, I said, you know. it's it's kind of beyond my pay grade, but if you ever go to sell that, please let me know because I'll get you with the right people or I'll buy it if I can, but yeah. like, let me know. Sure enough, go see him the next time. Oh, what about that Rolex? Oh, yeah, you know, I had uh, Sherry take it down to uh, one of the jewelers here in town, and uh, I thought oh, I should God. sell it. So we took it to some like corner Hebrew jewelry store oh, no. that said, oh, yeah, no, this is a great watch. We'll consign it with us and we'll auction it for you so those pricks did like a crap auction like oh, for themselves no. auction had a dude shill it and buy it for 60 grand at auction <sighs> and then i still had pictures of it when i had visited so i had the serial number it shows up at christie's a year later and sells for over 300 oh and my friend 
never got the full 60 minus consignment commission out of these pricks. What a... Oh, but you know what? Sense. It's like he got really screwed, but he's really, really stupid. So I'm like, all right. Yeah, no, I mean, if someone tells you you've got something that's worth that much, you probably someone shouldn't. Someone you trust, you, you says, call me and that. let me know. Yeah, you shouldn't do that with it. That's like, that, that, that is like an extraordinarily special thing. Never worn in box. Fucking please. That doesn't exist. It doesn't exist anywhere. I found a Land Cruiser equivalent of that today. Really? Today? So, yeah. So actually, I sold it like 10, 15, 12 years ago and then just brought it back from my friend who I'd sold it to. So this dude in 78 gets a plan, always wanted a Land Cruiser. So he goes and buys an FJ40 green, simple, perfect color, right? He drives it for the summer. Then he decides, you know what? This is going to be my retirement plan because apparently the guy was a workaholic. So he said, okay. So he builds a wooden crate. He was a carpet merchant, like whatever bullshit carpet, not like rare carpet, right? He carpet lines a wooden crate, builds it into the crate, puts it up on cantilevers in the back of his warehouse. No way. So that he could always see it, right? Or at least see the box. <laughs> and his deal was when I retire, I'm going to travel the country and I'm going to go to all of the national parks. In his Land Cruiser. Correct. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Well, poor bastard dies. The kids knew there was a Jeep in the box, but the lawyer, whatever it's handling, said, no, it's not a Jeep. It's an old Toyota Land Cruiser. And they're like, nah, we want a new Jeep. So they don't even open the box. And someone tells him about me, and the dude calls me and tells me this story. I'm like, okay, I'm in. We're done. Yeah. I bought it. So it I got delivered to me in the box. Never. I, didn't you put this on Instagram recently? Today. You, I saw yeah. it on Instagram. So, yeah. Unbelievable. I no, saw no one had opened this box in How decades. many years? Yeah. So this, I gotta pull. I'm gonna pull up your Instagram again and look at the picture. That story goes back 12 years to the first time I bought it. Then I sold it to a dear friend and collector. Back By the way, Icon 4x4 is the Instagram. People at home do. They play the Google Image game along with us. We talk about this stuff. Is this it? Yeah, Sick. it's just stupid. It's like a time machine. A total time machine. How, how, many, how many miles, miles are, are on this thing? Now? I uh, think it's like thirty five thousand two hundred forty seven I mean, miles. It's, it's ridiculous. Are you just gonna keep it as is? Oh yeah, you're no, not gonna can't alter. You can't no alter way. it, right? Nothing. That's Zero. a that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's so crazy. Now I'm 5, just gonna sell miles. it just like it is as a little Salvation Virgin. It runs that's and drives so great. Cool. What, what was it like when you unboxed this thing? I mean, was it what it smell like? Dusty? What it smell like? Were there mice in there? Was it, it anything? Or was no, it, just... it was crystal clean, perfect truck. You open the truck, it smelled like a new truck. I mean, it was. Did he drain the fluids out and all that kind of stuff? Like no, or, not so, so intelligent. Uh, really? So yeah, I had I had to spend a lot of time flushing things. Flushing and getting it happy again. Is it is it running now? Perfect. Oh, it's amazing. My client put like fifteen hundred miles on it in ten years. That is crazy. That's so, awesome. If my wife would let me be the hoarder I aspire to be, <laughs> that would just get added to the stack. Yeah, I would never sell it. And you space. you you could become a real proper hoarder because you oh, got a big building, on. you got oh, a big yeah. parking lot. It could be on. If you, especially if you weren't as successful as you were. Because <laughs> you got a big parking lot full of project cars that are spoken for, which is well, what everyone really, I Actually, think. in defense of my hoardness pot potentialities <laughs> here, I do have like six or seven in the lot that were just too stupid cool to pass up, uh, like a 34 DeSoto Airflow Coupe. Ooh. Which is like holy grail, thirty-seven Zephyr. Are they three all window. in the same fairly shit condition? No, some of them are stellar. Like I got a forty-six Hudson uh, pickup, oh, that's which cool. I love. You know what they call them? The real brand it had, name it for has, it? No, it had a weird name. I, I, the big boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> that. I love that. Stuff. They're so graceful. That, yeah. You know, it's the first American car designed by a woman. 
which is pretty really? cool. Yeah, and if you look at the sense know. of grace and proportions versus other American pickups at the time, it's immediate, immediately obvious. I'll look it up. Because it's so sensible? Yeah, no, it's just got grace. It's and the flow. Honda Ridge line. Of- <laughs> no, no, it's not like Chick Focus Group. That's no. <laughs> but like, it's like a stylish hottie pendant. It's got a lot. Um, the cab is a lot lower. It looks like it's chopped. Oh, yeah, yeah, it it's looks chopped, channeled, and oh, French, but man. it's dead stock. That's, There's this guy? as hell. Yeah, I thought it's, it's, super I thought it's got a long nose yep. too, huh? It's almost like the cab is like. Usually, like the cab is in like the front third of the of the thing. yeah, it's like right well, in the middle they, with this. They were pretty smart, right? Hudson knew they were the underdog That's and they couldn't cool. compete with the scale of Ford and Chevy and everyone. So while Ford and Chevy and the big boys were going for the cheapest possible mm-hmm. farmer's truck, they said, "Well, shit, we can't beat them at that game. So let's take our most deluxe, highest end four door sedan and trim." And let's use that tooling to build a pickup. Uh, so, so let's the build Lincoln the Blackwood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I beat that. Yeah, it's the boss's, the boss's truck. Yeah, yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, they're great. You're going to run out of space real soon. Yeah. <laughs> we took over another 26,000 square since your last awesome. there. Awesome. You're just going to keep expanding north. Yeah. Awesome. Well, there's, there, there's, there's another 70,000 in our building that I definitely have my eyes on. His <laughs> <laughs> leases expire. We'd love to expand oh, and take dude, it. You are a disaster with this. It's good, though. It's business. No, right? yeah. That's all for business. Everything in the business is how sold. Many, and yeah, being how many bays are you up to now? Or lifts? No, it takes a lot of count. No, 30 probably. Oh, really? Well, yeah, you have yeah, expanded. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. We got that's 50, 52 employees now. So we were there three years ago. I was there one year ago, and I, I guess there, I maybe there were twenty lifts or something yeah, going so on. Yeah, so we probably. kicked out the whole parts department, put yeah. in its own building. Oh, that was added yeah. the engineers' offices over there, CNC and laser, and then that gave us room for a whole another rack of lifts. That's uh-huh. cool. What's the new What's the new shit at Icon? What's going on up there? Do we have such a crazy collection of odd? projects right now are you just are you getting asked to do more and more one-offs yeah the deal which is stupid well because they're what i love yeah but yeah if we just kept building what we had already engineered there's the money but it's the sweet spot for me like i love that design and well i like the caprice engineering part last time you were here we talked about the caprice and then you made that video that oh my god people are fucking really judgmental when you do a a six-figure caprice oh yeah but i bet the client's a whole new audience love that (laughs) was the client like super stoked though yeah like that's people except he wasn't happy with the video because like in i don't know two or three weeks it had 600 700 views Oh, and he and got all not sketchy so about it. <laughs> so we, oh, we had to pull the video. Oh, that's a bummer. Because I, I think people don't understand, at least the, well, the audience doesn't understand a lot. Let's just say that. But the audience, but I think it's different to say, here's a thing we are now going to try to sell you versus here's a thing someone already paid us to make for him. Yeah. And this is, and this people is what also a guy don't wanted. get, like, if it's a, Caprice Classic or a Rolls Royce. It doesn't or matter. It honestly, hardly at all matters because it's the engineering to shove all the stuff we do and make it look like we didn't do anything. Doesn't care what shell it's going into, yeah. other than it added like a Rolls versus a Caprice. The Caprice costs more because it's a snap together Legos <laughs> turd of 80s plastic and 90s. Like, it's we, actually oh, easier if it's God. like a 60s Rolls. Hell yeah, because the quality and the simplicity uh. of the platform. That's mm, interesting. That's very interesting. The pl- I mean, working with plastics has got to be your fucking nightmare. <laughs> I fucking hate plastics. I think everyone knows that about me. Yeah. So 
in no particular order, we just finished a 73 VW thing we're calling the hot thing. That's 180 foot-pounds of torque, 180 horsepower, pure electric. Derelict. Oh, is it like with EV West or one of those guys? No, actually with the co-founder EV West, Matt Huber at Stealth EV and our friends at Z Electric. I think. Oh, yeah, Z Electric. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. we took what they've been doing and then pushed it up a little bit. I drove their Beetle. It's kick-ass. Yeah, they're super cool. Yeah. yeah. Is it a- an AC motor? Yeah. So it has regen, full regen yeah, braking? full regen. The motor's from AMR. That's awesome. That's amazing. And then on its heels, we're doing a 800 foot-pounds of torque dual electric AMR motored Oil cooled with Tesla 100S battery array, four wheel independent Dana Nodular 60 rear end no tranny, 49 Merc derelict coupe. That okay, wait, boom. Wait. 49. I, I saw the picture of that, and engine. that would be rear wheel drive. Yeah, huh. With Tesla battery packs. Yeah, huh. And, and Tesla 800 foot pounds. No, no, no. AMR better. So whoa, beast. No shifts up to 12,000 RPM. That, so from like zero to 100. You're just, just a freight train. Just what, a fucking what, do you, what kind of fucking brakes do you put in something like that? Brembo. Just beast Brembo. Special built Brembos all the way around. And that gets regen as well, presumably, yep. right? Yep. That's crazy. That's What's killer. the range on something like that? We don't know. I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> <laughs> we can do the paper all we want. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'll actually be pretty good. Um, probably 180, 200. Oh, that's pretty I'm good. Thinking, yeah, 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 yeah. Can you, you can't use like a Tesla supercharger or something, can you? Well, you know. I had a project, maybe you, I think you dug it years ago that I did, that I wanted wanted to build on a Tesla. And uh, it was called the Helios. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember seeing the drawing yeah, for that. Yeah. That was like some 20,000 leagues under the sea shit. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty out there. Yeah. And then um, just the drawing of that thing Elon's is like Elon's engineering team got wind of it, and they wrote the coolest letter I have a copy of in my office, like peanut butter and chocolate was the title of the letter. And it was basically all the geeks in the engineering team saying, Elon, dude, just tell just us one. it's okay. He's like open to paying. He's open to buying the Tesla. He's not asking for anything except for engineering support. We'll do it on our spare time. Just be cool with it and give us the thumbs up or at least a nod something. And they never got an answer. Oh. I think I'd just be a... Pain in their ass, nuisance, sideshow, you know, he, he thinks much bigger than one car. Yeah. You know, one yeah. car is not enough to get his attention. Yeah. yeah. But culturally, I think oh, dude, it, it could looked, have been packaged as something positive for Tesla. It almost reminded me of that round door rolls thing. That, yeah, that one of my favorite Peterson. cars. It's the coolest car ever. Yeah. You know like, the story of the history of that car? No. So it was, I think it was in the Hamptons or Connecticut. I'm pretty sure it was the Hamptons. So somewhere there's a lot of white people. So for sure. when that car was first bodied in that phenomenally crazy round door configuration, it was already an out of date car. It, was that not the original body on that car? No, it was like a pedestrian, 30 oh, something, that. whatever. But she was getting all into the streamlined modern language and all that, which chubs you and me up. So she sent the car to be rebodied. Enjoyed the car, loved it dearly, and she kept it for a long period of time. Her driver was also her, whatever, her man, boy, butler, chauffeur, was mm-hmm. with her for a long time as well. Unfortunately, he must have really loved what he cooked for her because he got downright obese. And one day when they went to the country club, and I think it was like for a holiday or something, he got his large rotund self stuck halfway out the round door <laughs> because being a round door the the fulcrum or pivot point can't be on the outside edge of the circumference right, so it was kind, it was of, kind of a narrow door and he literally got stuck in the door <laughs> and she was so embarrassed that she told the gm or whoever at the country club just store the car for me i'll get it later 
she never came back and picked up the car. The country what? club ended up storing it for a long period of time, got sick of storing it, couldn't reach her or whatever, and it sat in a junkyard That's for crazy. years. And then I, I forget who it was. It's One of the Uber Rolls geeks had heard about the car, and it was like – his multi-year mission to find the car. It looks amazing oh, now. Phenomenal. If you one of my if you're in the it's, it's on display right now, isn't it? It's a yeah. And if it's not upstairs, it's always if you get a vault tour. It's in the vault. It's, it's somewhere. In the vault. It's like it's like the size of a suburban. It's huge, and it, it, the door is a circle. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen. If, it's in, just flat out audacious. Is the only word so for it. And ridiculous. it's the very first rolls that was allowed to have a non-vertical positioned grill. It's canted back, right? Yeah, it has mm -hmm. a nice. Backset camper. Do you think that stuff will ever happen nowadays? Like someone leaves a car somewhere, and this country club, rather than just going, "Oh, we should auction this. We should sell this. Some, it's worth something." They yeah, just go, yeah, you know what? You have to put yourself card. in the shoes of the dude that is in the position where money does not matter. Yeah. Then it's not really a concern. It's about being embarrassed in the driving. So, just park it. I'll deal with it later. And then, did you see the the story from like a month ago where the someone had a, an SL five hundred or something from like ninety four, and they it has eighty miles on it, and they lost the key and just never drove it again. <laughs> it sat in this guy's <laughs> warehouse for thirty years because they lost nuts. the fucking key. Yeah, it's crazy. Just I think it sold at auction for twenty six to twenty seven thousand bucks with eighty miles on it. Ridiculous. You, of course, you can't drive it. Yeah, you know every seal will just completely come apart. But, but it looks pretty. It did look, the red paint looked very nice. So what else? Uh, 58 Rolls-Royce, uh, Silver Cloud, Derelict, right-hand drive, Dry Sump cool. LS7, Brembo's. That's going off to Australia, so that'd be cool. Huh. Um, 35 Auburn 653 Phaeton four-door. I'm madly in love with this car. Wait, I have, to, I have to Google cord. this. I, I don't even know what this is Do you watch American Pickers? Uh, they I, found the car it, yeah. on American Pickers. They, did they really find it on American oh, Pickers? They... You know, I was in I was in just right up the road here. Just right here. Moving truck, bringing shit in and, and staging I it. And I saw the American Pickers film crew. I saw, like, their van. Mm -hmm. You know, and by the... Uh, what's his name? Mike is one of the mm -hmm. guys. He, he seems to have great taste, and he seems to be a great guy, and I don't want to shit on this dude at all for his gig. But I saw their van, and I saw their fucking crew. Based on the size of their film crew, there's no way they're really finding this shit. <laughs> there's no way. A film crew, this looked like Top Gear's film crew. Dude, I don't <laughs> care. Because <laughs> I ended up with Wait, a car. I'm called? a happy Auburn boy. What? 653 Phaeton. Magical car. Every last detail is just badass. Details. That tan one, the first one. And this one they found. Yeah. And who's who's it for? It's for this super cool lady back east. And she, when she first came to me, she says, I totally get what you're doing. I want a derelict. It's got to be 1935 because that be that's the year of my house. Wow. It's got to be American. Other than that, I have no idea. And my husband has a huge car collection. He gets whatever he wants. But this is my car. I'm not even asking him. Extremely pretty. Gorgeous car. Yeah. not doesn't look huge. It actually looks rather small. Yeah. Very short deck. Yeah. Short yeah. deck. So that's going to be fun. We're going to do four-wheel independent with a Morrison, dry sump LS9, CTSV. Now, look, when you have a car like this and you put 600 horsepower into it, what do you do to reinforce this chassis? Because this has got to have the chassis of a fucking ox cart. Well, screw the chassis. I always dump the chassis because they, they, they're always going to suck from my perspective. But more importantly, Auburn by that date was doing solid steel construction. Okay. So some cars, even up into the 50s, if you talk about the British car, car, car wrap, looks gorgeous. But the substructure, it's built like a pirate ship. I mean, it's literally an ash or whatever hardwood framing structure of the body with sheet metal tin Oof. hammered and nailed to it. Sort of like Morgan does today. <laughs> yeah. So that's a problem. Yeah. Um, 
But it, no, as long as it's a true steel body, then we'll take the body off the chassis, blue laser scan it, get it into CAD, convert that STL like polygon mesh to true surface, and then engineer a chassis and analyze it, and we're good to go. And are you having Morrison do that stuff, or are you doing it in-house? We're doing the laser scanning and primary engineering review in-house now. And then Art uh, pretty much always builds my chassis. Fuck, I miss those oh. guys. I hope next time they're down here, I need to get them back on the show. They're I love such Art great guys. They're yeah, my they're wonderful. People, my, probably my, some of my favorite people in the business. Um, and then we got a 70s Superbird that we took a new Hellcat and a real uh, Superbird and matched oh, together. Oh, you told me about this one because you had to buy an entire Hellcat and yeah. take it apart. <laughs> Called the Hellion, and that's underway. And that, I, think, that I still think you should take like the original Superbird engine and put it in the Hellcat. <laughs> <laughs> Go the yeah. other way with it. A little 440 with yeah. a. F- <laughs> Dude, Musto put a, a fuel injection in his car and got it like all tuned up, and he actually kind of hung with a Hellcat on the highway. In his charger? In his, in his in his Superbird replica. Really? Yeah. Wow. For like four seconds, right. exactly yeah. the right RPM. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was you know he gained like 110 horsepower. The thing finally ran. And out. that was the valet driver using the black key, mm-hmm. not the red key, and the Hellcat. Hellcats are real fast. <laughs> oh, they're good. Yeah, they're, they're good. stupid. They're real fast, but I can't make myself like the demon. We keep it, we cu- keeps coming up. I just can't give a fuck. Just can't. Yeah, me neither. But I'll take the powertrain out of yeah. the first wrecked one. <laughs> I wish I couldn't find a damn of all cars you'd now, expect you to find starting, wrapped around trees. If you were starting, starting now, today, you were, I'd have yeah, my choice. You, of the color. problem is you really got in on that one early yeah. before there was a lot of wrecked. How Hell dare cans. I? So fun. You want to be a fucking leader? What else? The truck I drove tonight's badass. So yeah, you showed a, up with this like F two fifty. It's nineteen sixty five. It's called a six pack. So it's the crew cab, and they're stupid rare. And we just—it's a reformer, which is like the pretty shiny version of our derelicts. But like we redesigned the beltline trim and every little knob and switch and gauges and textiles and leathers, and it's pretty cool. It With a five look, nine coming, it does look quite. I, I, I don't doubt it. You guys doing exceptional work from well, top you, to sir. bottom. That's crazy. Have you had uh, Gail Banks on the show? Speaking of wonderful people in the business, he's he's actually too much of a genius. I can't follow him. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry about that. My bad. That's my better oh you my than God, me. Shut up. That's my uh, everyday alarm clock to give cancer medication to my poor cat. Oh, I know. It's very sad. Poor Axel. You know, a, if a that's champ, a lie, it's really uncool it's not way a lie. to justify no, your cell phone while not a broadcasting. But look, I'm going to let you look have the, it. Look at the mark. Meds for Axel. Okay, I thought you were going to show me a fucked up picture of your cat. So no, have, no. No, the cat, no, the cat's schedule. great. He's doing really well, but he has to take medicine every day. Um, I got a great, not to sound too L.A. hippie, I got a great holistic animal dude <laughs> that's unbelievable. Like, my this dog cat, was having a reoccurring issue and like, my friend's all into this dude and like over the phone he's like oh yeah and what do you feed him yeah yeah that's why no stop the meds change the food give them this and like perfectly shiny happy dogs ever since the, well, this cat has that. a has a has long cancer and it's pretty brutal i don't know if i don't know if holistic's going to work at this point so did you like bong out your cat too many no, times in no. your youth no he's he's had it like his he's had we don't know when he when he first got it but he's had it for a long time i think but he had a crazy surgery a year ago, he's well, the cat a, used to work at a casino. A, <laughs> oh, there you go, Reno. It's an eleven-pound yeah. <laughs> cat. How you doing? And they uh, they removed a third of a pound tumor from inside of his chest cavity. Oh, yeah. Out of an eleven-pound cat, which is insane. Um, and uh, but is he happy now? I mean, oh yeah, he's he doesn't Ill, but he's know. Happy. He, he doesn't, doesn't know, know he's, he's sick. No, That's he doesn't know he's sick. And if I didn't tell you, you wouldn't know he was sick either. Mm-hmm. But he has to take chemo every day. He's a champ, though. Love Axel. He's a, he's a boss. Um. I think it's break time. 
Let's take a break. I got to pee. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we'll come back. We got a lot of questions on Facebook for you. Sweet. And then I want to talk about leatherworking okay. as well. Okay. okay. We'll be back. <laughs> All right. Amsoil. Professional engine builders are tough critics of anything that goes into their builds. Amsoil earned the trust of pros like John Case, five-time winner of the Engine Masters Challenge. He's modified engines like the 409 cubic inch Ford 4-valve to make over 700 horsepower. Pros like Case and auto enthusiasts alike know intense heat can wreak havoc on an engine and that motor oil is the first line of defense. Heat thickens oil, compromising performance and fuel economy. In an industry standard test, Amsoil motor oil stayed 82% under the allowable threshold for oil thickening, maximizing fuel economy and preserving horsepower. High heat under the hood is inescapable. Chances are your new vehicle has a turbocharger. They're key for balancing high performance and fuel economy, but they also produce high temperatures that can cook oil and cause deposits. Amsoil Signature Series Synthetic Motor Oil protects against harmful deposits on turbochargers four times better than a Mobile One Extended Performance Test and 3.6 times better than Royal Purple in industry standard testing. Visit amsoil.com slash smoking tire for more details. That's amsoil.com slash smoking tire. Amsoil, devoted to protection. Of course, Harry's Razors in the house. Harry's Razors is the official shaving supplies of the Smoking Tire podcast. Not only do I read you this ad every week, I use their products, and I use them more often now since my lovely girlfriend brought me a a shaving mirror for in the shower. Now I do my whole face and head in the shower. No messy cleanup. One and done. I bring my Harry's products right in there with me. My five-blade cartridge, my rubberized counterweighted handle, and of course, Harry's lovely aftershave lotion, which I rub all over my dome. It is delicious. And what does Harry's do? They sell direct over the internet rather than through a retailer. It means they take less profit, and their blades are half the price of major store brands, just $2 a blade compared to the $4 or more you pay at the drugstore. Harry's is so confident you'll love their blades. They're giving you the free trial set for free. Just cover the $3 ship. Your free trial set includes a weighted ergonomic razor handle, five precision engine blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. $13 value for you to try for free. Just pay shipping. Stop messing around and get started shaving with Harry's today by claiming your free trial offer. That's a $13 value for free. Just cover the shipping. Go to harrys.com slash tire right now. The American spelling people, not the English spelling, T-I-R-E. harrys.com slash tire to get your free trial set. Last but not not least, Xbox One and Windows Ah, how should I even start this? It's a mess. Forza Horizon 3 Expansion Pack. That's what we're talking about. It's out now on Xbox One and Windows 10. Here's what it is. Forza and Hot Wheels have teamed up to create the ultimate playground for cars in the second major expansion pack for Horizon 3. Basically, here's what it is. It's more land. It's islands off the coast of Australia, chain of islands to make your Hot Wheels fantasies come to life with loops, corkscrews, boost pads, high bank turns, half pipes, insane jumps, and even mechanical dinosaurs. What's that you said? Mechanical dinosaurs? Yeah, I said mechanical dinosaurs. It's all in this expansion pack. Use the 
stunt swap feature to modify stunt track sections and dare your friends to try them. Race 10 new cars, including Hot Wheels icons like the Twin Mill and the Bone Shaker. Discovering, discover a new hidden barn find car, earn new Xbox Live achievements, and more. Part of the expansion pass for $35 or standalone for $19.99. Available now on Xbox One and on Windows 10. Head to ForzaMotorsport.net to learn more and see the killer trailer. Get it at Xbox.com slash Forza. And, of course, follow us on Xbox Live at TST Racing. The Forza Motorsport franchise and Horizon 3 are the official driving simulators of the Smoking Tire podcast. Yeah, okay, so... Uh, before we talk about uh more things, we got to plug Go Campaign and Sweet. the Casino Night and all yep. that good stuff. It's uh good cause, good event, big auctions. You got some hot items on this one, so do it. Tell us okay. what it's about. All right. So, um, despite building vehicles that people don't really need, um, <laughs> and building some people really do I need don't them. need. Um, I, I'm 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 on the board of a great children's charity called Go Campaign. So what we do is identify local heroes that are already doing something that's making a difference in a community, and then we simply bring them financial and intellectual capital to grow what they're doing. So we don't show up in Africa and say you need a water well, when literally the women are happy to have that three mile walk because it's the only time they can literally get away from their. <laughs> Children hanging on their teats and men making them work the field. That's a true story, by the way. <laughs> I love that story, but it's to me. It's Is like that a, Dean, future... a Dean Kamen story. Like we don't don't bring us this water machine because we need our we need to walk to the river. Yeah, no, there was it was a big. I'm against these big corporate charities because their efficiency is appalling. But also, a lot of times, what they think is needed, they have no relationship with that community, so they don't even know. It's like one of these big, big multinational charities putting water wells everywhere, and they put them in this village, and the, the well kept getting sabotaged. And they're like, what the fuck? And they couldn't figure out why. So they put GoPros up in a tree, and they figured it out. So they sat down with like the, the leader of that village with the women. And the women were like, yo, we didn't ask for a water well. We love that three-mile walk because we get to chew on cat, talk with our homegirls, get away from our men, get away from the kids, and it's like our only time together. That's so interesting. So Go kind of is, to me, like the future of philanthropy. We've got projects from Compton to Cambodia, and it's like we have people that we started that went on to, to win Nobel Peace Prizes to be featured on 60 Minutes. You know, the recycled orchestra that, that we, we support, these kids that live next to a dump, and literally they're, they're, they're making instruments out of, trash. out of trash, and they've traveled the world now doing That's it, awesome. and they have got, like, purpose and presence, and it's, it's super cool. So we have our big Fancy Pants Gala. It is quite fancy pants. No, screw I the gal. I bought a pair of fancy pants. Yeah, no, but mine one. is a party. I want to be really, clear it's about really that. Fun. I w- it's no I'm fancy bummed I can't gal. go this year, but it's it's. So we have uh, casino 13th, tables. Right? Yeah, 13th? May thirteenth, Saturday night. We've got Singer. We got Rod Emery. We got Fusion Motorsports. We got Mercedes Motoring. We got uh, all sorts of like top builders. GTO and the is GTO us back? Cars. No GTO. Yeah, GTO's coming too. So, like, way bigger than last year. More food trucks, the best food trucks. Dude, I forgot what I ate last year. I ate something last year that the was bomb truck. as fuck. 
the lobster truck, but I ate something else that was super dank. I forgot what it was. Yeah, we're a bunch of foodie geeks. Yeah. And then the McCollin is back hosting. Bless my friends oh, at yeah, the McCollin. Free scotch. Free good shit, I too. I forgot about the, the free scotch. I had quite a bit of it. And then, like, all my clients and friends um, donate everything. I met. I run the auction, too, and I well, got you, all those You goods. brought it online this year. Yeah. The auction was in person difference. last year, yeah. and I, I won my auto camp. Two nights, which actually I'm going next month. It oh, took cool. a year to fucking to <laughs> find the time to go. I kept booking it and then booking work, and I had to keep you know, shut, kicking the can down the road. Yeah, so I me and Hannah are either. finally going to Auto Camp in June. I hear nothing but good things about which it, which should be very exciting. Which is the uh, it's like a hotel made of airstreams. Yeah, but like badass redesigned like, yeah. vintage. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to the Russian River location. So yeah, everyone's welcome. If you guys can come, that'd be killer. If you can't, we'd still take your money. You can donate to the cause, or you can also bid on the online auction. But on the online auction, I'm look on because your Instagram, you've got you've got a bunch of the items too. So tell me about these boots that you did with Timberland. Yeah, they're, they're cool. pretty hot. Yeah, so they're I like almost the bought icon them, and then you saw like the price. Boot. <laughs> well, come on, five hundred bucks for a hundred percent U.S. Dude, made uh, Timberland. No, you know what? Honestly, I, I will back him up because uh, we know I can't afford this shit. But uh, a pair of Red Wing boots, which are well-made boots, are three hundred bucks. The, I, and, and I honestly would buy them so if you, I thought I would brilliant. wear them. I don't think I'd wear them. That's the one. I just, I literally don't think I would get the use out of them. But there's a dope pair of Timberland boots that you designed with them. Yeah, they're good guys over there. And uh, the cool thing is, is you know most of their products offshore now, but they do like this special program where they do a hundred percent U.S. down to the Goodyear sole and the threads and like is it good rubber in the sole yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool i like so, when they do the tire rubber in the sole yeah don't tell my cool friends at michelin goodrich but anyway um no normally these are more like hip-hop like they do like the kanye boot and they're like yeah. seven eight hundred bucks yeah so they i just looked i went on about every six months i go on ebay and try and grab a pair of the delorean dunks i lost out on years ago dude i would have like given you mine bucks. Were they, were Nike they, gave me a pair of them, don't tell and me I was shit. like, "These are Listen, so wrong. I'm never don't gonna wear them. Shit. They're I, cool, but they fugly." <laughs> and I call I my buddy them. at Nike. I'm like, "Dude, do you want them back?" And he goes, "No, man. They it's don't like not even worth. Just keep them." So I put them on eBay at Where'd the advice of my 17 year old. Yeah, twenty six hundred bucks Fuck. I got for them. Put that on my wrist. Yeah, but you got in in your auction. You got some sick watches too. I have fourteen ridiculous watches from killer vintage to really cool niche modern. There's this cool company out of Switzerland that makes a hundred percent everything in house, which like is almost impossible in this day of What's the big called? conglomerates. Harage. Mm -hmm. So they're sending a bunch of watches. One of which I'm afraid I'm going to be the top bidder on. It's a meteorite dial. Is it actual meteorite? Yeah, yeah, sliver meteorite. And they make everything in one little company. Wow. Which everyone's um, buying everything from everyone now. Yeah. I saw on there was a link to a couple of meteorite watches, I think, on your auction yeah, we list, have, right? Yeah, uh, the lady size and the man size. What's the retail on, on one of those meteorite things? I think they're like seven grand, 6500 It looked really, really dope, actually. Yeah, they're I, cool. Was, they're totally different, and no one knows of the brand because they just launched. It was a little outside of uh, my price range, I think, but they and did then look the sick. Bespoke watch projects, John McConaughey watches, are kick ass. Oh, that's. They're under a grand of they're gorgeous. I that's just uh, that's one this tonight. one, right? Yeah, yeah it's a really cool. nice looking watch. Ooh, that's very nice. And Automatic snap on movement. Toolbox ETA, nice quality movement. I saw that. Yeah, you got Snap On Toolbox. You got BF Goodrich tires. You got HRE wheels. A, a wow, that Koa Fender is kick ass. Mm -hmm. 
Stratocaster wow. guitar. Yeah, it's a Telecaster. Telecaster picture. It's, oh, a, it's a it's a not flame cut. It's a straight cut Koa Tele that looks really really nice. What's the starting bid on that guy? I don't know. I need an electric. I, I need to get an electric. You got uh, one of your electric bikes. Yep, two of them. In fact, one you can enter a raffle for a hundred bucks and get a teddy bear. If you're not there, even if you're there, we'd like to steal your teddy bear back because we'll give it to one of our kids in one of our programs. But then it's a raffle for one of my e-bikes. And then the other one is just a flat-out bid until you win for one of my e-bikes. The e-bikes are pretty kick-ass. Yeah, they're blast. Apparently, they're not slow. No, they're quick. <laughs> and those are the race modes, too. I, I, I did the specs yeah. on these. I'm like, Hale, we're doing the race mode. And I'm digging through. This is not for auction, is it? This no. is a Breguet. Yeah, Breguet Transatlantic. That's fucking sick. I could get down on that one. Yeah, that's, good that's stuff. a good one. Um, but I'm stoked. So you can you don't have you don't have to be there to win. You can no. bid online. Yeah, it's gocampaign.org. Uh, I'm sorry I couldn't donate something this year. Maybe no it's not worries. Too Actually, more out. importantly, I'm bummed you're not going to be there. I know. I want to. I wanted to come and I wanted to fucking donate something cool and i i feel like a fucking loser for not doing no, it. no not at all although i'm 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 doing uh i'm working with hre for the open house next month i am doing that i donate my time and then hannah my girlfriend works at mattel it's a toy drive thing so we use her discount so whatever we raise at the hre open house we double it with her discount oh, to buy killer. toys that's so, smart so that's that's a thing but um it's yeah, very it's a it's a super fun event if you can go and uh, ooh, we added a dance floor this year. Too. Custom jeans. Oh, from the stronghold. Yeah, do you know the stronghold? Yeah, on Abbey yeah. Kinney. Mike's a good friend. He donated four pairs of custom built. Custom Maybe you made can talk jeans. to him and tell him that I would like some in my size because they don't have any of that shit. No, there. the point is these are bespoke. It's custom. These are you right, so they'll make them for me. So I can bid on those and they'll make. You, dude, you pick your fabric, your rivets, your everything, and like all that denim is these so like seersucker looking ones. Are old school vintage looms. You got yeah. good stuff. If you go to Icon 4x4 Instagram, you can see uh, a whole bunch of the options. Or uh, Icon4x4.com. Is that just where it is? Or GoCampaign.com. Yeah, GoCampaign.org. You know what's funny? When you were in Thailand, did anyone bitch you out for focusing non-automotive stuff on your Oh, IG? Thailand Thailand was our don't even fucking think about cars week. No, totally. It was and you, great. Like, when I was in Africa, the same kind of trip... People on Instagram are like, dude, I don't follow you for animals. That, isn't that <laughs> great? The, I don't I'm follow like, you dude, for Dude, you don't have to follow me. <laughs> We're good. The answer to that is, well, I don't follow you at all. So, <laughs> I should have followed no, I do, I, That happens to me when I talk about Donald Trump. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, get, I, you got know a death, you know, I got a death threat this morning. For, oh, really? Yeah, I got That's a death charming. I said something about Donald Trump. I got a death threat, and it was a pretty, actually kind of a scary one because it was... It said, I know where this fat fuck lives. I've seen him standing on his balcony. DM me for address. We'll go tie him up. That was a pretty scary uh, no, one, that's actually. that's not funny. That's yeah, not I reported that one. I had a stalker many years ago, and that shit's not was it, fun. It, it was, no, what happened? Uh, from my past career, this dude went off the deep end, and I had to carry concealed for a couple of years, yeah. and it was dark. I don't want no. it to, get, to go there. Yeah, that, you don't no, want it to go no there. No one does. No, it's no. horrible. It's like, and this person lives in California. What are you, what are you doing? This is not, I don't have, it's not an uncommon opinion to have a dislike of our current president here in California. Well, I don't this want to not... fire him up anymore, but no. did anyone see on Instagram today, there was a killer video of this cute little black girl who's probably six or seven, and she's meeting Trump. There's like a whole meet and greet line. She's the first one. She's holding her, her phone up. And she bends over. He comes down to like whatever, and she goes, "You are a disgrace to humanity." 
<laughs> and he literally like no his whole toupee kind of does a back flap of, like a rooster. He moves back so quick it goes flappy flap. Oh my! And god. he just turns and moves on. Oh my god! Run away! Wow, that's fucking great. I gotta go he find that one now. Yeah. That's hilarious. Guess, it's on that Ratchet uh, TV. Oh, Instagram yeah, yeah, feed yeah. that's got to be on World Star. We'll find it later. It's pretty that's dark. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so go campaign.com and dot org. Dot org. I'm so yeah. sorry. I keep fucking that yeah, up. Yeah, and come, guys. It's gonna be super fun. Full open house at the shop. Tons of custom builders from around town. The Petersons bringing out a really trippy car that just got donated that no one's seen yet. What is it? Last we year tell, we had uh, knock on tell. Really? Last year we surprise? had uh, Rita Hayworth's Gia Cadillac, oh, yeah, which I came that. very close to stealing. Did they drive that over there? No, we sent. We picked it up uh, with our flatbed, but I got to drive it off the flatbed and into the shop. <laughs> That's worth something. Yeah, ten feet in that car. That I just drove. Oh, God, magic. I just had ten minutes. Although you know what, the ergonomics in it are a train wreck. Really? Yeah, like it's such a low roof. I'm not a big dude, and I was like craning around. Was, it, was Rita Hayworth a tiny little person? Yeah, a little spinner. Yeah. I don't understand how people fit behind those giant steering wheels from the 30s. People were generally a hell of a lot smaller. I guess so, yeah. but like, I don't know. It eliminates fat people entirely. The going, was it a roadster? Or it was a coupe. coupe. It was um, delightful. Yeah, the video will be up by the time this podcast goes up. It goes up tomorrow. It, did you ever drive one of them? Yeah, oh, which amazes lovely. me. That's one of those cars that, like, if you're a baller and you got the cash and you go buy one and you drive it, it's not like most vintage car experiences, hence the idea behind my brand, where the mind's eye of it versus the reality right. of driving it sucks. Yeah. Not that car. No. I mean, granted, your legs are going to melt and, you, you know, it's super it. hot, but you Very can daily. Easy. Their performance and refinement. Yeah. Epic. I got in it and I was comfortable in 30 seconds. Yeah. I mean, the shifter action, the clutch is all super, everything's super, except starting it. That There's a little key that is like <laughs> the most fragile key and ignition cylinder. And uh, also was, at Pebble Beach every every year in traffic, you always see those dudes like drenched <laughs> with the gull wings open. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get some air. Because there's no, the, the windows, either you have, you can remove them entirely. Or oh, wow. they're in, but they don't they don't go up and down. So That's all you get. You either got to commit and remove them, and it takes who knows how long to get them back in. And the trans tunnel and yeah. firewall are yeah. massively yeah. uninsulated. Apparently, the, the, you know, if you want to drive it, the Roadster is apparently yeah. the one much, too. much Cold nicer. But, but for 15 minutes, you have to go. I'd it. love to do an icon of those cars. I you could love do a 190. Them. No, fuck that. That's the little girl car. Those drive like shit. They, they drive do. like a truck. I've they owned do. several of those. Really? No, Back but when like they were cheap I want and now they're two hundred fucking right, grand which is so not boxes. cool. Yeah, they're but the gull wings. Like if I ever get the scale to make reason of such a stupid idea, <laughs> which probably means just Mercedes would sue my ass. But I'd love to buck up and hydroform those bodies or superform those bodies in aluminum and do new scratch built four wheel independent amazing. modern that Benz be power mm -hmm. it would be very crazy yeah. ls7 <laughs> no you know what and, and that needs something in that else. case something else i would stick with i'd probably call my friends at brabus and and have them hook it up yeah i just went and visited them outside of essen i've heard it they've heard it's crazy unbelievably cool their cars are insane yeah. like completely and they 15 20 years ago they were out of their minds yeah you know maybe Still, more than that you know just but their facility is just just uh, like oem God. level or yeah but cooler 
Why? So, so smaller, and I mean, we're talking about a large encampment. So the Sherm or whatever could be like any Mercedes dealer or whatever, but like the final inspection bay or their classic center, which a lot of people don't know they have. They have a full restaurant. classic center? Oh, yeah. They do dead nut stock vintage Mercedes restos there. Huh. They do a lovely job. Huh. But like all glass roof, diffused LED panel lighting in the floor and in the walls, and it's wow. like... It's like a neurosurgeon's operating cool. theater. Really? I didn't know that. I, I, I keep a clean shop, I visit, but that is, was nuts. Yeah. I visited Gambala in, mm-hmm. in Europe once. Uh, I, you know, nice people, rather shanty, I have to What's say. What's his name, the, the lead guy behind? Uwe, the guy yeah. who vanished in yeah. South Africa? Yeah, this was, about a, uh, this was about six months after Uwe went missing that I was oh. there. I will say that their interior... If their color choices weren't to my taste, the craftsmanship of what they did with the Cayenne Turbo was pretty goddamn cool. You know, they, with they where they weave the leather into that, you know, the yeah, yeah, killer. it was pretty neat. There's I mean, a cool one in Torino called Society Automobile Lingotto Torino Salt. And in the old days, they worked with like Bertone and they would do like custom one-offs and they were like sort of the private sublet that Bertone and their custom houses would use mm-hmm. and then act like they did it. But now, like, their main business is uh, aircraft interiors and mm. Pagani. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they've got that. So, I mean, as a leather there. geek, yeah. the color palette these dudes have of, like, 75-square-foot cowhides in, like, oh, so you like a purple. There's, like, wow. 15 Jets different purples. Yeah. And like, yeah, and they're also do the... Was it Airbus, the helicopters, the Mercedes collaborative helicopter? They do all the interiors for those. Oh, it's just that so crazy. cool. I, 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 uh, I've been in a couple of planes and like the, the, the net jets plane versus the privately owned, you know, yeah. it's like the privately owned shit is next level. I was in someone's plane and I don't want to even say who it was, but every seat was cashmere and it was the fucking jam. It was real crazy. Yeah. Another level shit. on the thing and 24 right. karat gold fucking seat belt buckles. And it was like, wow, you really know how to burn this cash. Don't you? You weren't by chance going to the F1 races in the Mid East on that plane, mm-hmm. were you? I thought mm-hmm. I knew whose plane you're talking about. No, <laughs> I, I, I probably know whose plane you're talking about, but I don't. But I, that was not it. No. Um, what? Oh, I, I did want to talk about uh, working with leather because I've seen you like starting to to do this stuff and making that bag and making watch straps and stuff. Like, it seems very uh, cathartic. Totally, that's the perfect word for it. And it's so analog, too. So, like, literally we're talking about punches, mallets, scissors, needles, and graph paper and chalk. And, and I love it. And it's literally something you can learn on the Internet. Totally. I'm no training whatsoever. But you make some shit that comes out pretty cool. Hell, yeah. Well, you didn't see the first things I made. I saw. No, I did. I saw the first watch band you made, which yeah, was actually not I mean, it wasn't not bad. Terrible. No, it wasn't bad. Now for, it's for like nothing. A f- I'd fire starter. But, no, I went to the finest American university. YouTube. You can learn anything anything. on YouTube. And you know what's been really cool, too? I used to be like, oh, fuck social media. I've learned to really embrace it. Like, especially on Instagram, I have been... Maybe it's just because I, like, it's organically grown from nothing to the, the base we have now. But it's like a tribe. And, like, so... You know, my 15-year-old decided he wanted to be an engineer and didn't know what to do. I posed the question. Next thing I know, I'm getting private tours of Tesla, SpaceX, Google X, Carnegie Mellon Robotics. It can be like, very helpful. It's amazing. Kind of you didn't yeah. even know these people were part of my 
community. Yeah, no, you never really know who's listening. Uh, we've gotten some weird letters and some weird That's calls great. from people. And, and my new thing that I'm trying to get into a little bit is reviewing boats. Because hmm. uh, I, I just love sailing. I love being in the water. I love I love boats of all kinds. So I've had some uh, some letters and stuff from people who build some of the craziest boats for all different reasons, whether it's speed or materials. Like I, this guy, I think it's called Stancraft out of Idaho. And I'm I I'm going to lose money on this video. I will because <laughs> I'm going. But I'm doing it. I'm doing. Going. Dude, go do a video of the Wally boat. I'll be your gaffer. No, Wally. Wally is the um is the goal. Yeah. I don't. I I don't. No one from Wally has. I've been on one. Holy a power or a sail? Shit, power. Big was power. It a one eighteen power. Yeah. Was it the sickest shit you've ever? Unbelievable. It was like Darth Vader's yeah. boat, dude. See, that's just, that's insane. the fucking jam. And you know, there's a they do sailing yachts as well. Yeah. And there's a Wally class. It is a one design. Maxi class of Wally sailing yachts. What I love about like their so look at this thing, dude. foot sailboat is you don't need a crew. Yeah, it's, it's all, all automated. And That's like insane. if your wife's in town, the deck can just have a nice little seating area for dude, two. Dude, look at this. I'm gonna plug this guy. Stancraft boats in Ooh. Idaho, which the surface of which looks like a fucking guitar. It looks like that 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 guitar that you're selling at at the auction, and it's like 1600 horsepower. It goes 90 miles an hour, wooden boat. Mm, mm, I mean, wow. that pretty. shit is the jam. And, I, and I've and i been offered to drive that if I, I just have to go to Idaho. Sounds <laughs> like you're going like to Idaho. Idaho. Why not? I've never been, it's like yeah. one of the few places I've never been. It's like, fuck it. Um, so, yeah, I think anyone who's looking like for a hobby uh, wants to keep their creative juices flowing. If you're into leather crap and you found yourself buying it or yearning for stuff you can't afford. Yeah. Like the barrier of entry is super low. It's There's, just like you can. Is it like six tools and leather scraps, pretty mm, much, right? Kind of. But like when I started, like, this, what is that thing you've got? So this is a, a punch for um, putting in the angled stitches. Okay. So you you pre-tint your stitch because usually, especially in vegetable tan leather, it's way too stiff to actually poke a needle through. Hmm. But like back to Instagram community, this guy Casey USA is like a master leather craftsman in Kansas City. I didn't know he followed me, but it turns out he's a Land Cruiser geek and follows me. So he reaches out to me and starts like just sharing all this expertise. And it's really funny too. He's like looking at my tools. He's like, okay, how do I put this? Um, <laughs> You're sh you have shit. Yeah, he's like, uh, it's like in your world, Harbor Freight versus Snap On. And yeah. I was like, are you saying I went to Harbor Freight? <gasps> I'm like, okay, fuck this. Like, it's yeah. the next thing I know. So I'm where does one get the good tools? Thread from France and tools from Italy and Germany and. Totally got me to the deep end of the. So pond. now you're down the rabbit hole, but even yep. but yet it's another still, rabbit it's still hole. Still not that bad, right? Uh, you have to ask my wife because, really? like, I've taken over the kitchen table. That's gone. <laughs> and then the adjacent room, I have, I probably have three grand in hides that I just had to have and fell in love with on various trips. Like, oh, but this one's oil drum tanned. And it's I know a exactly what you mean. Leather textures to me are a huge, huge deal. I mean, I've bought and and bought, I bought things that I have no intention of ever using because of how they felt in my hand. Yep. And then I went and figured I bought a vintage workbench and then geeked out and had a friend do a maple and walnut butcher <laughs> block all inlaid. And then I'm like, 
that needs to be lit. So then I got LED strips and embedding in it. And then I'm on my Rotex punching. Then I'm CAD modeling stuff to CNC to hold everything. So look, you dude, a geek's work, a geek. You brought work home. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. really matter what you're, what you're doing. But like, you, if you're making shit that you can use... You know, like that's yeah, and it great. means so much more to people. Like I, this weekend, you I was at a gifts for people and stuff. at a friend's fiftieth birthday, and I spent untold hours hand making him a gorgeous, like man purse computer bag or whatever. And like, that's the best gift ever. The best gift ever. Yeah, and and it's so well made beyond all the disposable shit we all get talked into buying. Yeah, it'll outlive him. That's awesome. I've I've like I've got that that mailbag that I was talking about this Ralph Lauren mailbag that is from the late 1800s. It's fucking old and like I don't really use it but I I just love the feel of it in my hand. And like even this wallet this is like Will Leather Goods which actually is a pretty decent leather store on Abbot Kinney. Yeah, I mean, no, Will's like, a chain they're nationwide it's now. It's a chain, yeah, but but it like I just like like the way this shit feels like it's just yep. i like the way that leather ages over time and changes totally. and stuff and and like the horween or the shell cordovan leathers i don't know what that is that what shit's that? hard but the point of it is like the bag i made for my friend it's stiff but as the oh, builder the who super, blew 50 hours making it leather, yeah. i'm like now you have to put the time in oiling this fucker and wearing it out over decades yeah, and you'll get yeah, the yeah. most incredible patina and funk to it i like the but it's not like overnight too. it's that way like it's part of the commitment is the user to right. age it yeah I, I i i even like this i just got a new phone like even apple i'm not trying to plug apple but i like apple's leather phone covers because they actually do scratch and age this one's brand new my last one got as dark as this oh, same cool. cover and over like two years, it got it was it was actually pretty neat. I just like it how it evolves. I tell you, after geeking out on this and then seeing, knowing people in the commercial leather goods space, and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm like this bag's actually pretty nice." I mean, the painted edges, and I'm geeking on details. Like, oh yeah, we get those made in so and so factory in China. Yeah, twenty two bucks a piece. I'm no. like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I literally spent more than twenty two dollars on, on the, the thread, thread yeah. used on that. My dad was in the fashion business and, and took me to a place where they made, where they hand-aged leather. Mm. And so I learned all these weird tricks, like, about wire brushes, and they'd spray it with bleach, and they hit pee. it with sandpaper. Yeah. I heard about pee somewhere, but I never <laughs> actually did it. Did you, have you pissed on no, shit before? No, I have before? not pissed on my leather. <laughs> but Gary Wales, that's how he gets the cool patina on those crazy cars. <laughs> he pisses yeah. on who was it like Dave Coons or someone in the media was like doing a thing for him at his garage. And he said, yeah, I was standing there and he was petting the fender. And he's like, man, this is so cool. How'd you get this finish? And Gary's like, oh, I piss on it. Let it sit in the sun. <laughs> the guy's like, whoo, there's a hand off it. Like it was a hot iron. But they, uh, I, my, I have a leather jacket that Alex Roy gave me and I dragged it behind my car for like 10 miles on a rope. <laughs> and it looks like I've been in like a bunch of motorcycle accidents. Like it's great. It really worked out good. Classic. Uh, yeah, they used to, at this factory, man, they would do this, the aging leather, and they'd do the fake vintage furniture. Mm -hmm. So they basically build a new dresser and then beat it with a chain for like a half hour, <laughs> and then they'd stain it and beat it with a chain again. Like, it actually seemed like kind of a fun job. Like, these guys weren't too stressed. They really got it all yeah, out they of got the, all the furniture. It's some odd techniques. Very cathartic. Classic. Yeah, it was great. Um where else we got to go? We got, oh, we got Facebook questions. We got a lot of them. Well, someone asked if, if you're going to ever go into watchmaking. Someone asked, who the like, hell is this guy? No, <laughs> no, no actually, please. usually we get like, 
you know, 10, 15 questions. I think we got over 50. Well, actually, for you. we only got like seven. All the all the other comments were just like, I love this dude. I oh. love what he makes. <laughs> like, Tell him what's up and all, these, you know, all this stuff. All right. So you do have a, like, a, you have a lot of you're very popular among our people. Well, sure. that's sweet. You are. So, um, yeah, because I don't pull any punches and I'm not smart enough to bullshit. I'm just doing what I love. Mm-hmm. I'm encouraging other people to do the same thing. And thank you to those that can afford to buy what I get to do for a living. This is really cool. The rich people okay. are getting very rich. Yeah, I noticed. And you know what? The Eskimos keep buying ice for me, so <laughs> bless them. All right. Uh, watches. Hell yeah. Um, originally, I wanted to make it 100% in the U.S. because I'm Mr. American Manufacturing, blah, blah, blah. But I found the resources here were too limiting. So I've gone back and forth to Switzerland several times. <laughs> I've uh, designed my first watch, and it's based on the Duesenberg Model J speedometer. Neat. I hope to launch it around the fourth quarter of really? this year. Is there a and projected uh, price point? 100% Swiss made. I don't know, other than at every step. Like, then I'm I get looking into, up a Duesenberg speedometer as we speak. I get to catting out the crystal, and I do a double compound radius. It follows the case. And the Swiss are like, yeah, we can do this. Which is Swiss yeah, which for, means remember that estimate we expensive. gave you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I'm only going to do uh, 50 units at the beginning because I don't want to do it with investors. I Are we keep looking it at, is that the Duesenberg speedometer? Nope, wrong one. Wrong it's like one. a jump hour. A jump out? Jump hour. So it's just like a sight window with the speed in the window. Oh. Yes, that one. That's Oh, Oh yeah, I was looking at that. I was like, oh yeah, it's uh, it's like on a, it's like a a, a dial or not. That's a stupid. Well, word. that's a it's that like on rotates a on the y-axis. Mm. What mm. I would do is based on a jump hour movement. So, you know, it's eight in the other yeah, minute indicator, and then when it's nine, it it jumps to the ninth oh, okay. hour or whatever. Wow. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm on it. I'm dying to do it. That's crazy. I've been working on development for almost two years. Wow. And uh, cool. We just actually greenlit the first functioning prototype this very week. Ooh, boy. That's cool. Are you going to yeah. hand make every band for it? No, I'm not good enough for, for that level of watch. I'm going to keep that in Italy. They make the best bands. I wish I could get down with the leather bands. I ruined one once. I wear my watch in the shower, and when I work out and stuff, I can't do leather. Are you going to do a steel band option or only leather? Oh, he rolled his eyes like that was all right. That's well, no, I just don't question. Think, it's my fault. This design, I don't think, works with anything but like an old school painted edge croc, like baller band. Okay. But the, my next design that's based, I'm, I'm trying to like do a different design from a different era of automotive design. Okay. So, you know, like these automotive watch pairings to me are soulless marketed bullshit, like yeah. Bentley. The Bentley Brightly, by, Brightly by Bentley. Yeah, what the fuck. So the I want to get like the ones that people deeper. send me that look like tax. Of, yeah, just, I've been there, done that. So I want to do like a decade at a time. Cool. So this first one's 30s. The next one is I just 40s. The 80s being a square one where it I don't just know is what a to horiz- do with the 80s. Where it's the horizontal speedometer. Oh shit! Sorry, horizontal speedometer, like out of a fucking grand marquee. You know, or just I moves- might just stop in the 70s <laughs> and then start going backwards again. <laughs> but uh, no, some of the future designs, uh, one of which is a bi retrograde, is begging for a titanium band. All right. So 
I hope I can afford it. I'll buy one if I can afford it. Sweet, thanks. I probably can't, but I'll, if I can, I I'll will. be lucky to afford the brass plated prototype one. Of well, that's probably one. like the most expensive one, right? It's like right, a car. That's where why? Like no, because I, I had to build the first ever prototype. Toyota Yaris was a million dollars. Yeah, you, you know? have a point. <laughs> but I've blown my wad by then and lost mm. any possibilities of my wife letting me have another one. So when you do, is this like, like, are you like? Not to get too personal, but like, is Icon financing this, or is yeah. it like a co-branding with someone else? No, I want to. This is like your I'm watch. I'm too much from... of a geek. I have to have complete control yeah. over the design and not water it down. This is how people get super, super successful, though. I by hope because big-headed but... about it, but then also being really good. Right. Maybe. That, that part. You have to part. also. I mean, Tori really Bugatti good. pulled that off, and he's one of my great heroes. But at the same time, I've already been offered opportunities from watch brands that would have made me significant capital by now before i've even launched mine right and when i launch mine i'll do 50 but, of them but would it have just so been not your name on money. some other guy's watch yeah which i thought was more soulless bullshit it probably is yeah but unless i made you, money unless you thought unless you thought the the brand that was offering it was something stellar which if it isn't it is they're all sluts mm. yeah so no so. till then Rolex, no. <laughs> That's know. cool. You get to make make the thing you want to see out there, which is kind of yeah. How I'm, with cars I'm and doing uh, some furniture prototypes. That's a collaboration, but I don't know if it's going to go anywhere. But it's sure been a fun exercise. I got a really good friend who is a award winning furniture maker in Brooklyn. He's oh, extremely cool. talented, and I would, if you're interested, I would happily put you metal or woods, wood mostly, mm -hmm. but really, really, really creative and interesting stuff. Functional still, not so artistic that you can't mm -hmm. use it but very creative guy asher israelo stop. studios in brooklyn I, what's it called asher israelo studios that rings a bell i'll look him up young guys like my age my problem is they end up with like all these side projects of and then course. at some point they have to converge and i only have so many hours in the day yeah right? mm -hmm. so i think the furniture things on a hold the watch has turned out to be more of a time suck than it was supposed to be but i'm still loving it and we're really close now but then with I mean, the scale that, uh, that icons turned into, it's, it's irresponsible for me at this point to really keep starting up anything on the outside. How much, I mean, do you have to manage, do you have to like micromanage an icon day to day or can you? No, not really. I, I've been, are... I've been blessed to have built what I like to call a master alliance of really talented people all the way from, you know, project managers to COO. But at the same time, yeah, I better be present, have my eyes open and be driving everything we build and especially the design phase. So like the derelict and reformers, I still want to pick and identify every challenge and solution or at least pose the question, look, this really sucks in this original car. What are we going to do with it, guys? Yeah, I have to run that. And I love running that, but running that on so many projects concurrently is, is a challenge. Yeah, but you, you don't have to keep up with, okay, where are we on every project every day? No, I mean, we, we have meetings, like we have weekly meetings for FJ and BR yeah. and TR. So they're, but they're like 10 minute meetings and they're structured and okay, here's where you are. This sublet fucked up and we're up their bum or we got this new idea or we're changing this or this client's cool or giving us our time or whatever it might be. So that stuff's pretty smooth and ironed out. But I just started arguably the most audacious project I've ever tried to do with Icon. Can we talk about that? You're going to make a Zeppelin, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're partnering with Autodesk on it, which is imperative because it's really their things that help you make things uh -huh. and their core global intellect 
that can take this stupid ass idea of mine and maybe make it work. But I'm I'm um, super 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 excited about it. We're probably two years from debuting the vehicle, but um, but it's it's pretty wild, pretty daunting. That was a weak tease, I think. Honestly, <laughs> I don't think we got any use. All right, it has two doors and a six speed. Okay, that's all you get. And a round taillights. That's all and I got. Round taillights. That's it. That's all I got for you. Corvette. Sounds Corvette to me. But you don't like Corvettes, I don't think. I like 58, 59, 60. There's a guy that drives a C1 Corvette down my street every day at 415. I saw him three days in a row. He's behind me today. It's like baby blue and white. Nice. He just maybe he cuts through traffic to, down my neighborhood. It's just that's Los Angeles, though. He's like, yeah, in Venice, I see a lot of people who daily some old shit. I've seen some barn fine fifty eight, fifty nine, sixty vets recently that definitely attracted me. I'm sorry, but at the same time, right I'll see like, an XK one twenty barn fine yeah. and get just as horny for it. I'm f- I'm starting to feel like fifty five T birds a lot. I don't know why. Not original. Are you but- getting into golf? Ooh, well, there's that uh, sweet one on the Stanceworks site. Uh, yeah, the one, nice. like, no, like, one where, like, remove all the chrome, mm-hmm. speedster windshield kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, strip it out, ra- slight, slight motorsport. Get rid of the bit. truck chassis, put a yeah. Morrison under it. Yeah, they have a chassis yeah, yeah, for that, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh, they've done several of them. Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't know. Some, I, I, I can't have another thing. <laughs> eventually. Eventually, maybe. Um, just a matter of my, when. one of my favorite things mm-hmm. though about you guys, like every time I see one of your cars, you point out some part that came from something else, like the that the shouldn't Gulf, be there, the Gulf Stream with you know visors or whatever. You have any like new interesting part finds that have gone into something that have come out of something weird? Tanzanite. I'm sorry, what's that? <laughs> it's a it's a rare earth mineral. Uh huh. And it's super cool and has a great blue. And when my client came to visit, oh, we were wait, talking Tanzanite. about... I think I was in South Africa yes, and they were talking yes, about Tanzanite. Yes, Tanzanite is mine in South Africa. Okay, yeah. I remember so seeing this. we're doing this Auburn for this client. And she goes, you know, I already named her. I'm like, what? Tansy for the Tanzanite blue color. So Is that what color you're painting it? No, paint. I refuse to paint this car. The patina is the coolest fucking patina you've oh, okay. ever laid eyes on. No one's ever allowed to paint this car. <laughs> okay. And it's it's kind of got some blue and some brown going on. So we we got a chunk of tanzanite from South Africa, and we're going to attempt to CNC it into her shift knob. Like raw tanzanite? Yeah. Wow. That's cool. But like not polish it, leave it off. I heard there's something about like they're running out of tanzanite. Like they're trying to pitch it as like an alternative diamond, but it's not the value of diamond but they're running out of it or something they this guy's in south africa told me the story about the tanzanite that if a south african told you the story he probably owns the mine <laughs> just probably, saying i yeah. love him but just saying you're making a shift knob out of it that's yeah. good guys yeah i think i'll be fun it, really it's cool. not some strange compound chemical or like if you pour diet coke on it, it immediately catches on fire right it's fortunately not, not. okay just one of those no, things you're like this is a great looking rock we should make a shift knob out of it and like oh we forgot that when you put it in the sun <laughs> yeah, like, radioactive what is that metal uh it looks like mercury but it melts at like 96 Hematite? degrees um i'm gonna have to google it oh, there, there, oh wait a, i saw that on some stupid show where melts. like the lady found it on a hike she's into minerals she put it in her pocket and got home and like the oils from her hand had protected it or something, but then as that wore off in her pocket, it, it fucking ignited <laughs> in her pocket and like messed her up good. Really? You gotta be oh, careful. Sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. Not a good day. I, I think Tanzanite is like they're pitching it as like a, it's a gemstone, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a nice color. It's got it that, looks super it's really cool, cool before it's like when it's got more funk and striations in it. 
I actually kind of like so it. Did you just better. get a giant rock of it? Mm-hmm. Is it affordable if it's not cut? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't crazy. Oh, that's cool. It's like eight hundred bucks for one big enough to fixture and monkey with. That's, that's cool. Now, how many of those do we go through so before you, yeah, we what figure out how do, to tool yeah, it right? What do you do with that? Like you, you just, just start you, throwing chips, see what happens. But yeah. like, would you cut it? You cut it with something? CNC. You chisel? Oh, you CNC? It. Yeah, yeah. Oh, neat. You know, we'll fixture and if, CNC. If you do, uh, you know, kind of like the Porsche in theory. The round layered wood. If you did a circle and in, and you could see those striations and cracks in it and like lines. Yeah, or do you thick. cut it like you would cut a di- like a big diamond? Is that the well, thing? we're hoping. Let to me tell you how to make things look good, John. It, then CNC <laughs> the recess. You know, like a low car shifter. Yeah, yeah. For the push button for the gear. Uh huh. So we're trying to carve out that cavity so we can use the low car inner guts and thingamajiggers. Yeah. And then the actual part your thumb pushes, we're thinking of high polish with a gemologist, have that all polished up, and then use my laser to etch that and then fill it with epoxy so you have the color for part reverse neutral and all that. Badass. That's crazy. In theory, if you pull it off, it'll be badass. Creativity. Like, I just... I don't know how I would, I don't know if I could have I have the brain power to get you know Knoll Furniture, like uh, really sounds, good super high familiar. end textile yeah. company. So one of my favorite new things is I discovered their outdoor furniture catalog. Uh huh. So right, dry rub, UV moisture, like perfect for perfect cars for automotive. That don't have tops or mm-hmm. even ones that do, but a lot of the high end stuff I try and repurpose from other industries doesn't have the UV stability. Mm-hmm. So like I'll show you in this Ford pickup, but like. It kind of is like reminiscent of like, like an old, um, like a wool blanket. What are those shirts called? The famous old American shirts. Uh, flannel. Flannel. Come on. <laughs> the famous. Uh, come on. Come on, know. listeners. Someone Linen will know. Shirts. I don't know. Shit. What do they feel like? Are they soft? Well, they suck. No, what? they're super wooly. But like. Dudes love them, and like people that are into old school love them. So this has like that. Damn, kind of, I don't know. That's I don't really know. Americana look. Okay, but it's super soft, and then the durability is way better than anything else you'd find in automotive. Oh, cool. Oh, come on, it's gonna drive me. Nuts. I don't know. I honestly don't. I probably should know. I grew well, up. What in are they? Fashion. Iconic American brand. They did. They did blankets. They did the shirts. Like kind of like Woolrich, but it's another one. Uh, like like well, Barber's English. Uh. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay. I do want to find if you, you have some Pelican. some fabric laying around. I want to. Tri- I need to. I have the Recaro seats in my Mustang, right? Like race car seats, and I want to trim the inserts in something cool. Everything else in the car is black, so almost anything will look good. But I like a tartan or a stri or something kind of weird and off. I was thinking like Mexican blanket cholo look. But not the actual Mexican. You know, there's a really cool company that sells remnants. I think it's called Modern Fabrics. I'll check when we're offline. Uh It's super cool. But the thing is, is they do like high, high end. And then it's the remnants. But the thing is, when they say remnants, they may have just done like a 30-story law firm. And the remnants can be like 200 yards or it can be three yards. But anything they have is like Maharam and Edelman and Morangeels. Like I want to find all this. the highest What's end it called? stuff. Modern remnants, modern fabrics. I think I'll modern check. Fabrics. I get their com. I get their emails like thirty percent off all leather. That's the they one because I just sale. checked their leather sale. So I want to look at uh, outdoor furniture pattern. is a good one. Good okay. section. Because I I feel like there's a lot of opportunities to trim. They're cars all outside of automotive. Shit. If you go to automotive, mohair, velvet, trimmer, velvet, it's going to suck. Bro. Outdoor. Velvet. 
Out wool natural fiber. Oh, there's some crazy shit yeah, in this. Yeah, yeah, see? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Oh, this fish scale. I'm so they, about... They do Look awesome. at that shit. That's yep. some crazy... I, like, literally have... Dude, like, that's wild. I should trim the inserts. The I have bolts oh. of yardage that I couldn't think of what car I would use it in, but I knew... going to use it eventually. That's too fucking cool, and one day I'll use it. That's Dude, cool, man. Dude, this catalog is crazy. Of stuff, yeah. 32 bucks a yard. Well, I need three or four yards, right? Yeah. Done. Dude, yeah. this shit looks like Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club. That's pretty trippy. <laughs> and that stuff would have been probably 160 a year oh, or whatever awesome. before they ended up. Is this stuff wow. you, you ordered? I can't go to this store, right? Yeah. Oh, I've never been. It's out, no, no. It's somewhere in the south. I'm so into these I'd love fabrics. to go. Lee there. Keen, also, our mm -hmm. friend Porsche guy, you know, he's doing these safari builds, and he's a super fabric nerd, so he finds these weirdo 80s leftover Recaro stuff, and he, find, he found a website that sells, like, the upholstery that um that they do like bu coach buses in, which are, look like you know the casino floor in Atlantic yeah, City. Yeah, grody. Yeah, but if it's vintage, it but if you good. put it in a Porsche, somehow it looks cool. I right? Don't, I don't know why. Our uh, SMS up What's... in the Pacific Northwest, they yeah. have like if they run out of it, they reproduce it. But they have like the world's largest library of old automotive remnants oh so from I the could, oem so i could go back and i could find the fabric from a volkswagen gti 84 mm -hmm. yeah totally man i don't know about rod this emery, pepper's fucking rod emery, shit. like one of the yeah. normal at veteran which is cool but it's like typical automotive suppliers nothing special he got to talking to like the old armenian father of the owner and he's like no man, i'm trying to get this like tartan you know like old porsches used to have and the guy's like you don't need to tell me i know that He's like, you know what? I think we have some. And literally went back and dug through the warehouse, called Rod. Rod came back. And the guy had a brand new bolt of 60s Porsche, Porsche Tartan. Tartan. Oh, that's, yeah. He's like, that's big uh, dollars. I'll take it. I'll take that right yeah. now. But it's not so novel. So, I mean, you can find it at places like this. And you know, the, the Lee, Lee Keen sent me a website and they had vintage, they had Pasha. Like they had of they had some Pasha. If I really actually be kind of wrong, but right to I do Pasha in the to Fox, put fucking Pasha, right? In there. <laughs> I mean, great, be killer. It would be great. I like doing anything that makes people angry. It's just fun for me. There's also a place I know that'll do really good, high quality digital printing on leather. Oh, and they have a one hide minimum. It's not that expensive, really. So if you want to geek out and do like. Smoking tire tread burnout oh, patterns or something cool. on just, it, like but like in a silver or oh, or a dove gray on a black cool. finish hide, that'd be super cool. I'd put I'd put like uh, something really bizarre, really. I'd go way off Skunks. the deep end, like just like the Mister Peanut guy, like a planter, <laughs> you know, something theme it like a donk. I was thinking now weird... that my leatherwork's getting to the point that I am actually proud of it, unlike my first projects. I've been kind of geeking and thinking it'd be cool to do like icon lizard patterned, yeah. you know, deer hide for the inside yeah. liner. What's because like what that. is it? What's involved with embossing? Is that you just make a do you make a stamp and heat it up and or do you that's pretty much it, right? Well, under the guise of it being for client jobs, <laughs> when we were working with Timberland, they made one. Oh, for the boots to emboss the lizard in the boot. And I'm yeah. like, dude. Would you mind sharing who your supplier is? So I had to make two for us. Mm -hmm. We have a, like a small one-inch lizard, and we have like a three-inch lizard. Put them on the headrest? No, I think that ship has sailed. I jumped the shark. But on the console where you rest your arm, mm -hmm. we think it would be cool in that leather to do the yeah. lizard. Mm -hmm. And then I threw in a small one with my own 
side projects in mind. That's cool. Very cool. I like the little hidden details. Now I need to put a press in the kitchen to be able to do it. (laughs) Don't you have a garage at your house? You can just have a leather setup. Can you believe this? I have a one-car garage that my wife has put so much shit in, I cannot fit a car in. Oh, man. Right? How's that? What you you need is my new project. Building the baller garage? Car storage. Atta boy. Yeah, right here. It's gonna be awesome. So it's gonna be awesome. And you just, I think, earlier said not another car. I, I'm try, I'm try, well, the goal is to fill <laughs> this place up with customer cars, so I can't buy any more fucking cars. Oh. Yeah, right. Calling it now. There's gonna be some more. Cars. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's so not gonna, gonna happen. One or two somewhere. Yeah. I'm liking the I'm liking the '50s Contis, the '56 Conti. Oh, magical car. That's the jam. One of my all-time favorite yeah, cars. Yeah. That's. How about an F2, the last of the Fossil Vega full-size? Cars. Oh, that's that's the Magic. Dan Neal mobile. Dan Neal is like fucking creams his pants for. One of my Vegas. favorite cars, and dude, I remember like in the recycler in the '90s, turning my nose up to those for like. Wanting them, but being broke and not being able to afford it. But yeah. like twenty five grand, thirty grand would get 50. you an honest, drivable car. Like original, okay. The paint's faded, the leather's cracked, but like a driver. Yeah. Now they're two hundred. <laughs> Same car is two fifty. Yeah. yeah. Someone told me, someone uh, said if you had bought an XK one twenty ten years ago and parked it outside and let it sat there for ten years and done nothing with it. You could get more for it today yep. than you could have ten years ago oh, if it was working so then and not right. working now. So if you had bought a bunch of Paul Newmans, Pepsi's, <laughs> yeah. and Pan Ams and root beer Rolexes, mm-hmm. and a bunch of Jags, mm-hmm. and left them all outside, they'd all be worth you'd more today. Be, you'd be just sitting on cash, mm-hmm. just sitting on it. It's crazy. So you got to find out. Authenticity. You got to buy something. Money right now. Buy something now and then just piss on it in the sun. Yeah, and anything. You speed up that patina. Trust us. This is now a financial advice. I'm show. just wondering. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering. All if you have Newman to do thing will last. I mean, I guess on. there's a finite amount of them, but like, there's more of I'm them not, again today than there were when they were no, made. So that's another problem. I'm not but. sure people uh, my age give as much of a fuck about Paul Newman. That's a good point, but I think it's transcended that even. Like Maybe. now, yeah. even just in watch folklore. Yeah, yeah. I guess the the. The lore of the watch is more than the than Paul Newman himself. Like same thing with Steve McQueen, I think. Right, and like even I mean I'm 47 and Chad's a fun guy and I never met Steve, but whatever, I'm into it, but not into it, right? Yeah. But I recently bought the first issue of the McQueen Hur, the with the blue dial and with blue subdials because I've never seen it before. I've only seen the white subdials, mm-hmm. and I like you know call a friend. I call the Uber watch geek, but I'm like, dude, I don't know. And it's got, it's original everything, but the subtitles are blue. He's like, um, buy it. It was like the prototype first launch issue. But yeah, I don't really care that it was McQueen's. Yeah. But I think it, it props it up in a, like, you know, in the U S when we think we're over something, we got to remember there's other cultures that pick up where we left off with their appeal for that. Oh, for like, sure. Like, look at denim and leather in Japan. Like, when it started to dive here, it skyrocketed there. So, just like, you know, anything, it'll keep moving through cultures. And yeah. as long as they dig watches, I think it stays solid. I, I, I'm I'm sure it's they're, they are good investments, but I don't know if they can, conti- they can continue that this insano exponential. I think they're they're ridiculously hot right now. Who knows if it'll last. Yeah, it's hard to say. I don't, I don't know. know. But you know what? I say, like, 
drive it like you stole it, wear it if you love it, shower, yeah. pull, whatever. Life's too short. You can't take any of this shit with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm stoked that, like, a watch that I paid five grand for might be worth 30 grand because, not because I was smart, because I got lucky and the designer died or the brand went defunct or whatever. Or the other way around, a watch you pay three grand for that's worth 300 bucks 10 years later. So to me, it's not, it shouldn't be about that. Like I've got a friend who's a billionaire and he's the biggest waste of money I've ever experienced. Cause this dude, like we're in his house and we're checking out the art. I'm like, man, that painting is really cool. And he goes, yeah, man, do you know what that is? I'm like, no, but it's beautiful. He goes, yeah, that's a so-and-so blah, 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 blah. And I got it for 250, 250 grand, dude. I could auction that next week for half a million. And I'm like, dude, you're a billionaire. Yeah, that shit care? should not matter. Yeah, yeah. You should hang with who you love. Go where you want to go. Bring them with you. Drive whatever. You know, just isn't that supposed to be enabling? And you're just supposed to do shit because it makes you and the people around you feel good. No, it's still about the money. I know. I, it's a hard thing to escape. I, I, you know, it's for for me. I don't have that much cash. So me so neither. Me, but if I can if afford I, it, yeah, I'm yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, if yeah. I can't, I'll yearn for it. Yeah, yeah. I, me too. But it's uh, with the vintage stuff. The only thing that makes me nervous is that it's easier to damage. This watch, this Submariner, is from 2005, and it is fucking indestructible. I could smash it into things, and I have. And I don't care. I wear I wear it 24 seven. Don't give a shit. But like GMT, almost the same watch, but twenty years older. It doesn't have the the sapphire glass. Like yeah, yeah. I, you know, like I had it a week. That's one thing that bugs me is it. the plastic crystals on it. But Poly Watch, yeah. killer product, buffs them right out. I got. Uh, fortunately, I took it to my guy who literally buffed it out in four seconds, and I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Because <laughs> I had a panic attack. It was yeah. like the third day I had the watch, and I scratched the fucking Always. thing. So yeah. I shat my pants, and he he fixed it up real quick. But I just like. The newer stuff is just more durable. Like I can just, mm-hmm. I can literally smash this watch into stuff, and I just, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. So, but your watch, your beautiful 1910 piece there, because I'm a clumsy fuck, that would make me nervous because I think I would damage it. But there's a lot of bargains out there too. You look, you get away from like the the I'm brands start that people around for think old of. and weird and cheap. Yeah, the weirder stuff's killer. Yeah. But I think I think your your philosophy is correct, and a lot of people should uh, kind of take it in in the automotive sphere because so many of us now you bring a trailer you know maybe 10 years ago it was auto trader and, and you kind of bring see a car you'd like or something shit in but, but, it. <laughs> totally but There's everyone is very aware on there right everyone now. is very shit. aware of the appreciation possibility so any of us go shopping for a car whether you have two grand or if you have if you have two million i feel like a lot of us are getting pulled into this well, what's it going to be worth when i'm done with it mm-hmm. you know instead of what am i going to do with it when i have it yeah. and i think you, you have good advice like if you're going to buy a car you should buy something you like and drive it enjoy it maybe it'll be worth more maybe it won't be you know but it's easy to get pulled into this oh i gotta put in a glass yeah case. exactly it and it's so someday. not what should be as important totally mm-hmm. okay matt i need some therapy you gotta okay. talk me out of this okay? <laughs> okay i'm good at this no i'm not <laughs> series two uh-huh aston martin lagonda buy buy Really? You buy. I love that car. You are the person who needs to have it. Well, the problem is, is I'd really like to find one that like has a couple rods sticking through the hood. That's and the one the electronics you want. Work. 100%. Okay, no. I found Pro one. Tour it. Dark navy blue, tan Connolly, that's some super blue rich dude, the, the original the owner, and he geeked out on it and had it 
fully done up, restored, has never Ooh. let it neglect. 50,000 miles, everything works, even the gauges. Does it have the the Series 2, they ditched the, the weird nope, gauges? No, it still has it. Series 3 is when they ditched them. I'd okay. rather find a Series 3. Is it big money? 65. Buy. Really? Buy right now. If it was if anything less than a hundred, I would say buy. Right you think now. they're going to go up? Yeah. See, there's there just, I am. I'm that asshole. There's just the guy we just said not to be. Just, just there are few enough of them. Yeah. And they are they're so, so magical, right? To restore. I want one so. I want the same one you want that has a blown motor totally. and where the fucking gauges don't work. I and you know LS motor, quiet exhaust, four independent, stealth auto assault, meter gauges, no gauges. Yeah, I mean done. Done. No badges, that, sleeper. The, 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 yeah. the body lines of that oh, car to me are magic. the fucking tits. But I love boxy. I got my Fox body, my notchback, my SL. The, I love boxy shit. And so that makes a lot of sense to me. I say bye. All right. <laughs> I'm on it. You so buy it. That. Just let me have it for an hour. Just want, I'll make a video one hour. We'll drive up the market together. Uh, just, you know, I've loved him ever since um, there was a wonderful um, custom car guy named Tony Nancy used to be in the valley near my house. I know house. that name. Tony did like Sinatra's cars yeah. and all the Rat Pack dudes and all that. And Wait, did he work with Barris? No. This is, I swear I... Okay, never No, his anyway. shit was quality. Okay. <laughs> so when I was 17, I think it was, 16, 17, I basically informally interned with him but like i was on a big tv show but every third week we'd have a week hiatus so that week hiatus i was sweeping tony's floor listening to story watching him totally work you were an actor when you were a kid that's hilarious. thank god you forgot so <laughs> one day dude this one shows up and it's blacked out with an orange pinstripe interiors all black with an orange pinstripe and who shows up to pick it up Evil fucking oh, Knievel. Oh, Bo Bachman has that car now. I know. Bo has all the... Yeah, that. Bo Bachman's... And I'm like, I was about oh, shit. Like, Evil was like a young kid's it. hero. Didn't matter. Just the fact that I met Evil Knievel, and he just stepped out of this virtual spaceship. Yeah. Like, I've never gotten over that. No, so it's like I could see my that teenage 100%. dream car. If you can afford that car, buy it. Buy it. Buy it, for sure. I would buy it. If you don't want it, I'll buy it. I, I I can only afford that barely, but I fucking I, I might, think I I'd might have to make it happen. If you don't want it, I tell I you right now, shit. my wife's gonna say I have to sell one of my cars to get it. Probably, but that's cool. Probably worth it though. Yeah. That's a cool piece. Yeah, they're so. Cool. It works properly. Supposedly, in theory, this minute of this hour. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, the I've, thing. I've heard some really terrible things about them. Oh, they're atrocious. Terms, they're yeah. a bucket of poo. But they're horrible. Even if you but just so even if you just parked it in the fucking shop and looked at it every day and had a beer, God, would it be worth it? I'd love to just play with the buttons in it and to see what the shit does. I don't know how any of that crap works. <laughs> Do you see the gauges on one of these? Fuck. Mm. This is the most ridiculously. There were CRTs, right? Yeah, that's CRTs going like CR, his Russian televisions aerospace in the dash. Tele-tubes. The, one of the worst ideas. <laughs> it was like a little bit too ahead of its time for its own good. Like if the Germans had done it ahead of its it time, it may have, have worked. worked okay. But this is british engineering ahead of its time so it didn't really pan it's, out if the um i feel like i'm getting incorrect results which oh yeah well there's the interior yeah the, this one right here that's it 
Wow. Yeah, you know. <laughs> They're batshit cool. This looks like some sort of computerized bank teller. It looks like the command center for the nukes weren't in they, the 80s. Weren't they the most expensive car in the world when yeah. they were there? I think so. Yeah, I think they were 180 grand in the 70s or something. It was they they passed the the Rolls Camog at a certain point as most expensive. Now that's another wrong car that I dig. I do. I see. They're so I, port, they're I do, ugly, but they're not but they're ugly groovy. enough. Yeah, right. The, the, that's a good point. The Aston is, really goes over the edge with it. The Rolls is like, oh, it's almost ugly enough but not quite there's yes, a guy who we ruined the proportions but no i don't know yeah that, well brown is the right color though and that aston that single spoke steering wheel <laughs> that is a, like i almost, am very surprised by uh the interaction in, that car john yeah the dashboard is a is a bit wonky but the, the exterior shape that vertical rear window oh, yummy oh my god how great but the series three is even cooler with a continuous mm -hmm. strand of um, headlights mm -hmm. and then there is a guy i've seen it in a car he makes an ipad Oh. Replacement kit. Oh, that's like brilliant. literally, you plug it in here and you plug it in there and put an iPad in your dash. Oh, it that's solves a, that's a good most one. of those mysteries. Yeah, yeah. But see, if I, I'm worried that I'm going to buy a beautifully preserved car that some poor bastard has been a martyr to for decades, because I'm not down with that martyrdom stuff. Like, I'm think... probably best to buy a beat to piss shell that Bachman hasn't beat me to, hmm. and just re-engineer <laughs> it all the way you right know, then and there. Because you're you, you could have the, you know, the distilled essence of Lagonda without any of the drawbacks. You're one of six people in the world, right? Who could but do I that. shouldn't go blowing sixty-five grand on a, the nicest here's example the, of the an thing, original. Though, I don't, I don't know how much cheaper a beat one would be. I guess it could. I guess it could if you didn't. If you didn't need to bring it back to the original, it could maybe be cheaper. It could be about the only cheaper. beat ones I've seen are twenty five, thirty grand, and they're like, and they're a bucket of poo, yeah, and then they're rusty, yeah, and mm -hmm. then like, yeah. I think you're gonna spend forty five or fifty for one, even if it doesn't run All right, or runs screw like it shit. Because I don't have time. You buy this one. So just buy it and flog it until it. it breaks, and then yeah, and if it. it breaks, then then figure it out. Then call you. Then figure it out. Yeah, I'll I'll come in and consult. <laughs> No, I was going to sell it to you after I broke it. Oh, yeah. You see, look, that's the tack. You see the, the tack? It literally looks like fucking Come pong. On. Yeah, it's so bad. So you're probably a fan for the 400i as well. I only recently. I, I hated dig them that forever, car. and now I kind of dig I them. I dig them. Did you see the one on Bring a Trailer that was like silvery green metallic yeah. with the olive green uh -huh. leather that like, was so it wrong it was right you know uh, i just i just drove uh last week i just drove a testarossa for the first time in 10 years never driven loved it, it. Hmm. i hated it when i drove it 10 years ago oh i'm looking at pictures of lagondas now that angle that rear three quarter is the tits you gotta buy it you gotta right. buy it and then you gotta let me drive it okay Thanks for coming in, John. Thanks Go for having Go campaign.org. Hell yeah. Uh, buy some of John's cool shit at auction. It's 100% for charity, right? 100%. All the money. Yeah, and the cool thing with us, it's not like 10 cents to a dollar goes yeah, to no, the charity. No, not a we're, portion of the proceeds. We're pushed through 100%. It's 100%. Yeah. Uh, I, I, will, I will at least get in the game. I will bid yeah, on some things. I'm, I'm not... No, I'm, I'm, I'm about it, dude. I really am. I just... I wish I could go. I can't, but I will uh, absolutely bid on some stuff. And hopefully I'll win. I won Sweet. a couple. I won two things last year. Yeah. I got the, I got the uh, uh, auto, auto camp, camp and uh, and my girl won something too. I uh, like a handbag or something. Not the uh, Tory Burch bag. Was it? No, we donated the Tory <laughs> Burch bags. <laughs> uh, I would donate more, but my old man retired. Sorry, pops. Um, that's awesome. Thanks for coming in, John. Cool. And of course, icon 4 x 4com 
Toyota TL, Toyota Land Cruisers as well. TLs. You got he's got hands in all the fires and uh, follow his Instagram for all his cool uh, uh, leather stuff. And the man has taste. He's always sharing cool shit. Uh, the Smoking Tire Podcast is powered by Shout Engine. Get your own damn podcast at shoutengine.com. All you need is a better internet connection than we have here and something to say <laughs> into a microphone. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next week. This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com.